You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. Welcome to Band Geek. I'm Richie Castellano. Uh, with me today is my co-host Jarrett Pressman. Red Robin. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. Standing in. by. Andy Ascalise is here. Hello. Hello, everyone. What's your call sign? Uh, I don't know. It has to be some red something. Red clay. Red clay. That's good. <laughs> red clay. Standing by. <laughs> Standing by. That's, that's horrible, actually. Wait, you already used Red Robin. I don't even know another red. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> My wife, Anne Marie Castellano. Red herring. Standing by. God damn it. I'm just not funny on the spot. No, I thought you were going to do your, I thought you were going to do, do your Connery, Anne Marie. And the lovely and enchanting Brandy Bataxis. Um, uh, red breasts standing by. Red breasts. What does that mean? Red breasts. I'd like to see that. Andy massaged a breast. It's, it's one of you, my favorite whiskey. It's a uh, single pot whiskey. It's oh, delicious. That's when you play with them too much. Red breasts. Uh, <laughs> Like a robin's red breast? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. like a robin's red so breast. Single, single pot whiskey. Red Delicious. breasts also make you go yum. I think it's aged 12. Is it aged 12? Well, hey. Yeah, like that. All right. It's good stuff. You guys... Um, and what's yours call sign? What? Oh, what's yeah, you didn't... Well, you, you, gotta, didn't, you gotta do it now. Red October. Nobody... <laughs> <laughs> we already did that last time. All right, whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, red special standing by. Oh, oh. There we go. Huh? How creative. Deep tracks. Brian May. <laughs> I don't think people know what that means. I didn't know. Bridging the band to the you're going to tell us these things. Oh, plug we're all plug Andy in the back. <laughs> and see it's literally hovering above your head, so I think you... you, you red Special is the Brian May guitar. Thank you, Andy. Thank you again for clarifying that. <laughs> we're all drinking out of Red Solo cups. But red we Solo. We didn't even red do that. Han Solo's oh, cousin. So. Um, that was a Jared Han joke. Solo's Sorry, Jared. Really I didn't cousin. mean to step on your toes <laughs> with Solo. the bad jokes. Oh, no. I never would have told that joke. <laughs> you good. Th- that uh, would have just filtered through the Rolodex in his mind. Just like, nope. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to pass on that one. Next. going to save that one for my nephews. I'm next. I, I just like the fact that you know that it's a Rolodex <laughs> because that's how old my brain is. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> what did you just do? <laughs> you threw your coat on the they, D-beam. They can't, they, Don't they, be a D-beam. They can't hear it because it's not being recorded right now, but I just threw my coat on the Roland Hand Sonic and it made enchanting turn the page sounds. <laughs> So, um, I'm sort of, uh, I'm really happy with the where, where the podcast is now because now, um, like when, I, when we first started the podcast, uh, we were like, you know, okay, we have to keep it on the music subject. We have to, it's got, everything's got to be on topic. Everything's got to be, you know, with this one particular theme. But now that people know us, they're like, ooh, when are you guys going to tell us what you think about Rogue One? So <laughs> right. I'm very, very happy, and I'm honestly like flattered that you guys care what we think about this and <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little i'm a little perplexed why you think why you care but i'm glad All you do five of you i i yes um i i have a uh, no spoilers policy regarding you know big movies like this because people say oh i love this movie when that scene and like what are you doing like um, people in your feed 
haven't or people who follow you haven't seen this movie yet. Shut the hell up. But you know? did you see my PSA well, the other day? Yeah. Essentially, I said, "Okay, guys, listen." Um, I said, all, "All I said, I, I think, so, I said, okay, this here's the order of events. Somebody posts, oh, I loved Rogue One. It was amazing.'" Or, you know, you posted the zipped face thing. And people are going on. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see what you think about it, whatever. People are commenting like really ambiguous, vague things. And then you get one guy in there, no spoilers. I'm like, no, guys, no, stop. Stop. Because you're literally asking for notifications on spoilers. Like, when you comment on a post like that, maybe the poster was uh, cognizant enough to not post a a spoiler. Emery, pull your your pop screen away from the mic a little bit. Oh, hey. Um, no, but no uh, before before we before we yeah I didn't know what that was either. before we venture any further spoilers 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 <laughs> well, this spoilers this, this is... episode has spoilers spoiler alert Wait. spoilers 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 if you haven't seen uh, what the fuck is the movie called Rogue One okay <laughs> don't listen any further go see the movie then it's, listen except does this movie have any big plot yes. spoilers yes it's yeah. because everyone kind of knows. What this movie is about? Nope. No, I I nope. was surprised by quite like a few things. Like you know how it's gonna end. Like no. Andy's already afraid to no, spoil. No, but it, it's, so I was talking with a friend of mine, Tim, about this. Tim Sweeney, who's also a musician. Wait, wait. Yes. Okay, so everybody no, no, knows. I, I well, no, 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 it's fine. Okay. Everybody knows who's listening to not listen anymore. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, right? Just you pause. Like, like, pause. Pause it. Go to your local cinema. Watch the movie, Multiplex. then come back and unpause yeah, it, and we can discuss. Multiplex. We can have a one-way discussion where you listen Multiplex. to us discuss. So, okay, I'm sorry, continue, everybody. And if you haven't seen it yet and you're going to, stay after the credits. They show episode four, five, and six right after. <laughs> <laughs> but only the Lego version. Like, obviously, obviously you can spoil specific things in the movie, like, oh, there's a guy, and there's a plane, or a spaceship, and whatever. But, like, the general... You saw it, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, I'm but just checking. The, but the, there was a plane and a, and, and a car, right? <laughs> but but the general the building. plot, there wasn't any big plot. Andy, spoilers just Andy, the entire movie. plot was a hu- If somebody leaked the actual plot of the show, it is a huge spoiler. That's the one spoiler in, in Rogue One. The fact that, oh, that thing that we were like, how is there this two meter port? How is this? How did this happen? It was on purpose. That's oh, a huge no. Don't, spoiler. No, not yet. Not don't yet. don't anger Andy not about yet. this yet. No, yeah. you don't think that that's the only big spoiler in the show. The, it's a spoiler. I uh, can we think put our phones that, on vibrate things. Okay, that's okay. the big one. Let's get into it. Go, go, Let's go. So, um, Rogue One, we all saw it. We, we opened um, up on a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. Far, far no, I'm not away. gonna do that because I, I made that mistake in the last few reviews where I <laughs> where I discussed the entire movie point by point. I'm not gonna do that again. But um, uh, Kevin Smith does it. That's what I was prepared. No, for. he does it better than me. So I don't. Was it do not it. well received? Not. If, I didn't say that. I, I'm just saying like um. I don't want to go through actually. Um, oh, what, our our yeah. episode where I did the yeah. whole thing. I don't know, but I got like like about two thirds through the way of describing the movie. I got tired of hearing myself <laughs> talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was just like, you know, just maybe. Bring I'll, up points. Yeah. Okay. Um, go. So okay. Point. I'll set this up. Um, Disney now owns Star Wars, and we're going to be getting a new Star Wars movie every year. Yay! Or maybe good. that's good, or, or bad. maybe not. Yay! Right. <laughs> Um, oh, I say yay until they're terrible. I so, say yay. So um, the first movie they released care. was The Force Awakens, and that was last year, uh, 2015, December. And that movie went on to make $2 billion, the biggest movie of all time. And um, uh, a lot of people liked it. I uh, sort of had a lukewarm reception now, to that movie. Now, before we continue, 
This. Warm. A, a Lukeless warm. A <laughs> dot, 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 Before we warm. continue with that, how, no one has ever explained this to me because they always talk about this movie made this much amount of money. You go to the movies now, it's $15 a ticket. They, they so do obviously it, they're making more money. But they do it based on inflation. Do like, they though? They, do they really? They usually come up with like the biggest opening ever because they go by ticket sales versus I would like if money. they did do it by ticket sales, but I don't think they Except do. Except they go by money. They go by money. What did Richie just say? Two it billion made two dollars. billion dollars. It didn't say how many tickets. Yeah, but yeah, that but wasn't opening what? weekend. And and that wasn't, no, because no, that was... every big movie that comes out, or when the Avengers came out, and then when Jurassic World came out, yeah. it's like it. Everything's obviously, the highest grossing the, movie of all time until the, the next big highest. Yeah. Or on a Thursday, well, or every, a Tuesday, every every third Thursday yeah, in September opening. Whatever movie comes out, they'll find some record for it to break. Some obscure record. And now the new opening weekend starts on Wednesday in the daytime. Yeah. I just like I like, like that every commercial is always like the number one movie of the summer. It's like it's never like the number four movie of your summer. <laughs> the number one movie to come out on a Tuesday. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I've heard that. It's, the, For it's real. the number one movie of the summer on January twenty. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> on June June twenty first. Well, when we discussed Batman v Superman, that movie was the biggest. Pre-summer weekend opening. That's a very specific, Wait, specific say set that of title parameters. Again. Pre-summer. Pre-summer so, weekend opening. Pre-summer weekend opening. Okay. So it's like the 19th of June, but it has to fall Subsidiary on a weekend. No, it, had of... the biggest, it was the biggest first week gross uh, that wasn't a summer movie. <laughs> that whole title is gross. Uh, yeah. That you just made Batman v Superman and Dawn of Justice but you know, that, Ultimate uh, Edition. Unfortunately, best opening weekend of before the summer edition. Yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> this, this is like the world we live in, where we have like so much information that they were doing that they do that in sports too. Like I was watching the World Series this year, and it's like this is the first time someone in the 14th <laughs> inning of Game Seven in this state like had this batting average yeah. compared to a right-handed pitcher. On a, a Thursday, yeah. it's Everybody all slight of hand. It's all, it's, also to, it's all to draw ratings. It's, it's too all much to make information it's, now. It's yeah. stupid. It's just stupid. America wins the World Series every year, right? Yeah, yeah for real. It's so weird. Because <laughs> clearly, the entire world is uh, involved. Obviously. So, so the Rose. Force Awakens. Uh, I okay. I like Star Wars a lot, and I really have a hard time disliking something in Star Wars. So I can't say I dislike The Force Awakens, but I like it less than every single other thing in Star Wars. So let's put it like that. So Which is still pretty good as far as Richard Castellano goes. Yeah, I love Star Wars. Still I mean, more than Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, I, and it's, uh, it's just... What wasn't now? Here's the thing. <clears throat> Force Awakens wasn't the kind of movie I was expecting to come out. I mean, I mean it was... Exactly the kind of movie I was expecting to come out, but it wasn't the kind of movie I was hoping to, that mm-hmm. would come out. It w- didn't really pay service to the hardcore. Force Awakens was about bringing people back to the fold right. who had who had lost interest, and in that respect, it was very successful. Um, so I had very low hopes for Rogue One, and I went into as with uh, Force Awakens, I had very high hopes, mm. and then was ultimately disappointed. Uh, this movie, I had the opposite. This movie, I was expecting it to not be good. I was expecting it to be another Disney cash grab, like with member berries, like member stormtroopers, member Death Star. Mm-hmm. And um, and instead, I watched a movie that paid a lot of uh, service to fans. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of deep cuts in this movie. Uh, a lot of stuff I was not expecting to see. Stuff I thought I'd never ever get to see on the big screen. The stuff I thought I'd see only in video games or in comics or mm. in the cartoons. 
uh, you know, and the fact that they went for some of these things, uh, really liked it. My, my, I saw it twice. Uh, after my first viewing, I would have said it was the best movie ever made and the greatest thing of all time and <laughs> give it a five out of five. Um, the second viewing, I think I've tempered a few things. I have a couple of issues, but uh, still good. I, I'd give it a four out of five. You want, you want to go across the room with your uh, 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 five-star rating? Uh, I gave it a 10 out of 10 okay. when when uh, we saw it opening yeah. night. Um, and I did the same thing. When I saw it a second time, I just took a number away because I think it was just the excitement of like what you said. Like There was... Force Awakens had, like you said, a lot of member berries, and mm. it was kind of like in like eh, the Millennium Falcon. I was actually going to say eh. that when he was going about like, oh, the way that they addressed that in Rogue One, I feel like was a lot le- like with all the cameos they had in Force Awakens, it was so very like, eh, look, look, but they did it so much more tastefully because they embraced the extended universe in well, this movie. Well, Force Awakens gave you exactly what you were expecting to see. It's like in, in almost like what all the crybaby fans were, were you know, requesting. Like, here's a form, we, here's a petition we feel that we want to see this, 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 and they hit all those points. Whereas um, I was actually surprised to see the stuff they put in Rogue One. It, it really sort of blew me away. The I think the, the surprise, like you said, like Andy was saying there's no spoilers, but I think the surprise in all the deep cuts is that if you didn't know a lot of those deep cuts, you could still enjoy the movie. However, it was just like... I didn't expect, like you said, I didn't expect to see that stuff on the screen. And when I did, I was like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I, of course, you know, like one of the biggest things for me, stupid, but it was just like, hey, you watch where you're going. <laughs> yeah. I don't like you either. Uh, but it was and just it makes like, sense because he has, he good. has, you know, the death that's sentence. In <laughs> on 12, 12, oh, 12 systems. That. That's Andy. one of the systems. But yeah, so wait, I, wait, I, give, wait. I give it a nine out of 10 okay, after second viewing. Wait, it's since still, we're doing out of five, that's four point five. So it's a four, no, four and a half out of five. That was my question. We're doing out of five, Andy. Out of five, Andy. I'm going to give it a two. Wow. And I am going to to downgrade my uh, Force Awakens from a four to a three. Wow. More on that later. This affected, (laughs) I feel like this movie affected that movie. All right. Uh, Amory, you're a... Four and a half. Four and a half, okay. I'm going to go with three. Three, okay. Oh wow, we have a nice, diverse uh, um, range of, of opinions here. And let's let's get into this the nitty-gritty This is nitty like my midterm here. grades. <laughs> Sides of the rumor. No, it's not. Your right midterm now. grades are okay. always five out of I'll do a very, very, very brief uh, uh, run through the plot. If I get too long or no, verbose... No, you don't know how to do that. Please stop me, okay? <laughs> you don't know no, how if, to if do that. If you see me going off the rails, please stop me. Just movie. go to the point in the plot that you want to talk about, assuming everyone's already seen well, the movie. Yeah, this, we don't need to have a plot. This right this now. movie um, is my show, and I'm doing it. Right. So, uh, <laughs> Shut <and> it. <laughs> this okay, movie go, takes Richard. place uh, almost immediately before the events of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Like a week. Uh, yeah, and it's just about say the lines. General Kenobi, you served my father in the Clone, Clone War. Wars. Yeah. You are my only hope. <laughs> and Obi-Wan this is what this movie's about. It's um No, this movie's not about the Clone It's about Wars. it's basically a movie where they play Any out rebels the rebels died to get us this information. No, that's no, that's, that's, that's Return of the Jedi. Boffins. Or whatever. That's that's Jedi. The first time I saw the movie though, I leaned to her and go, Where are the Boffins? <laughs> They're in about three years away. Are they going to die? <laughs> yeah, but don't they exist before that? No. Weren't they part of the Rebel Alliance? They do. I just like that all the fish people talk like this. I like Radis. So this movie... We're just about to clear the room if we want to. Yep. <laughs> you know, I can do this review by myself. <laughs> um, We're excited. This movie is basically them uh, 
playing out the opening crawl to A New Hope. Yes. Uh, that's exactly what it is. I, um, it's cool. It's about how um, the scientist who... It's, it's about the scientist who built the Death Star, his daughter, and how she sort of tries to redeem him by going and, and stealing the plans to the Death Star so that the Alliance can then destroy it. Um, it it's... The, the, and that's basically it. Um, that's the whole movie. Uh, but it's it's very mission based. This this movie was a little less like a uh, fan, fantastical journey, like the other Star Wars movies, and more of like a military operation. Uh, and at times, I felt like I was either playing Dungeons and Dragons or playing Battlefront. While I was, you know, especially the ending battle, that was total Battlefront for me. I felt like I was playing a video game, mm-hmm. and not necessarily a bad thing. Um, there's a lot of great moments um, w- where you see characters from the Rebels and Clone Wars cartoons, which that those are some of the Easter eggs I was talking about. Like yeah. Saw Gerrera, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character, was in a five-episode arc on the Clone Wars, um, and that was pretty fucking awesome. Um, I, I have a question. As we go along your plot thing... I'm done with my plot can, thing. It's over. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about him? Uh, okay. Um, Saw Gerrera... The, I thought his, his name, name is Saul. 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 It's Saul. S-A-W. Like a, Saul. I thought it was he's Saul. Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> Saul Guerrero. Saul, Saul, Saul Guerrero. Saul. <laughs> um, well, the issue, most of the time when I see a big movie like this, I'm upset that I watched the trailers because it blows like all the good jokes and all the big you know reveals. Uh, but with this movie, there were so many reshoots that all the stuff you saw in the trailer wasn't it didn't happen in the movie. Like there were like seven shots from the trailer that what wasn't in, even in the movie at all. Yeah, I think that's way cooler if you see things that aren't in the movie in the trailer. Like but when you fa- shoot a trailer. If they did that intentionally, I would agree with you. But the fact that we know that those are because the movie was drastically different in the last like whatever it was six months. Right. That they had Why to keep changing that? shit because I think the um, higher ups at Disney were like no 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 no. This is, this is you can't put it out like this. Namely, what did you what did you feel about his character and Saul his Guerrera? performance of that character? Because he was very different in Clone Wars. Yeah, Saw Gerrera in the Clone Wars is sort of like um you know has like an urban you know black voice, and here he has like this weird like African sort of like I has, yeah um well he has that <clears throat> voice breathy thing that he has right oh yeah another I, guy that can't really breathe without a machine and, and it makes and the has same no legs it makes the same sound that 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 was very clever wait but it's it's interesting <laughs> no no no. I know you're being sarcastic, but He's that's not. interesting Sorry. that you bring this up because when we watched it opening night, you know, he could just and put it on a the, mask and he wouldn't have to like keep on lifting that you thing want Bane? up in the hose. I'm sorry. No, but he made the like his his breathing thing made the Darth Vadery noise, yeah. and because we were dealing with well, I guess it's the with, technology it's of the, the time. Technology yeah. of but the that's, time. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I thought because we were dealing with Galen Erso, who was who helped design the weapon, I thought maybe Saw Gerrera designed like Darth Vader's breathing suit. That was just an like I didn't. Oh, that's weird. I, I didn't. I don't know. It was just like oh maybe he helped to uh, design that technology. I don't know. It was well, like, Saw Gerrera. I was thinking was because you got to understand something. I always wanted Forrest Whitaker to be in a Star Wars movie. Like like I always said <laughs> See, like this if you is ever, true. If you ever give me like you know fifty million dollars or a hundred million dollars to make a Star Wars movie, like I'm gonna hire. Forrest Whitaker to be on the Jedi Council because he was in Ghost Dog and he had a samurai sword. Yeah, and he's but I he's one of my favorite actors. I love him. You know what I mean? And then to see him, just 
to see that they like sort of underutilized him in this movie was kind of a bummer. And because he was underutilized, I feel like he overacted. Yeah, he took a weird choice, I think. For I sure. think his whole thing was a little much. And, really? and it was a lot more obvious the second time. I felt that way the first time, but I was very, very excited about everything. But the second time I was like, what is, why, why? This doesn't need, you don't need to be so weird. I had so no problem he, with him. He's like the, yeah. he, uh, Saw Guerrero, a little backstory is, um, he was sort of the first rebel. Um, he, him and his sister uh, were from the planet Onderon and they were C. trained. Guerrero? What? C. Guerrero? No, um, what was his sister's name? It was an N name, like, I can't remember. Um, but sure anyway. it's not C in Saw Guerrero? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't acknowledge him. So, that, oh. so that's a good joke. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> yes, that stays in the roll deck. Okay. Um, Seesaw, get over here. Oh, every time you every time you make a bad joke, can we have the Darth Vader breathing sigh noise like the? <sighs> what? <laughs> I guess yes, we can. But it's got to be like him sighing through it. Uh oh. See, now you've encouraged him. Uh oh. <laughs> so that was Richie's lightsaber that just made that noise. More on that later. So <laughs> Saw Gerrera was one of the the first um, insurgents on uh, Onderon. On Onderon to be trained by the Jedi. Um, he was trained by Anakin and Obi Wan and, uh, and Ahsoka. To uh, now, I was really hoping for an Ahsoka uh, shot, oh, but they they, they, they did a lot of cool stuff here, so I'm going to let that one go. <laughs> oh, but I, you know what I was really hoping for was Hondo. Remember Hondo from the Clone Wars? Yeah. Uh, uh, my friends, you know, like that guy, like that, he would have been a shoe-in for this sort of movie, but maybe they have other plans But you plans know what, there is going to be a special edition coming out, so all hope is not lost. Yeah, but yeah, the special edition for Force Awakens was no, lame. Like, sm- unless he was it. on Jetta or like that trading outpost, like there's really no space for him, you know? Like they, they didn't do the whole like snarky smuggly thing, this movie. <laughs> well, they could have had him smuggle them in to the planet. Maybe. But anyway, <laughs> so Saw Gerrera, um, so is, is like supposed to be a badass, but we literally see him do nothing in this movie except for uh, that, his legs were cool. He had the Darth Maul legs. Yeah, those were cool. And um, you like mean the, the Darth Maul? Because uh, in the cartoon, Darth Maul's got robot legs. He doesn't he build a spider bottom? Yeah, but that's sort of like what Saw Gerrera had. <laughs> and that's my new no, band. No, he didn't. He had feet. <laughs> I no, that... they were like robo feet. He had robo feet, like Darth Vader. Um, I want that to be my new band name. Spider robo feet. So, no, yeah. spider bottom. <laughs> no, spider bottom. <laughs> I was a little disappointed because I really wanted to see him have more of a meteor role. But the uh, silver lining to that is that now um, they're going to have Saw Gerrera uh, going to be a on character Re- on Rebels, the cartoon, and they're going to have Forrest Whitaker voice him. Oh. So I'm kind of excited about that. And like, I'm like, all right, if we get to... Cause, we'll get to see the in-between rescuing Jin Erso and then Morgan Freeman hair Saw Gerrera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I think there are like really two kinds of big divisions with the Star Wars fans. I was talking about this with Phil, who couldn't be here because he doesn't want to be here. Um, he's got the <laughs> flu. He's had the flu for too long for it to be flu. It's um, been three days. Too long. No. So a lot of people like Force Awakens fans, they want a feeling. They want to get a certain... Uh, they want to recapture how they felt when they were seven or how when they first saw the movies. They want that feeling. And that's great. Me, no. I want I want things added to the lore and to the mythology because that's like my sandbox where I play. You know what I mean? That's like They didn't do that in Force Awakens for you? No. They added like almost nothing okay. to Force Awakens. They just basically uh, did a remix of uh They four added five. characters. They didn't add to the lore, but they added characters. Yeah, but uh, whatever. This um, you know, this one sort of gave me some stuff to work with. Um and the fact that it like tied into Rebels 
You know what I mean? Like that just makes it everything more um, connected. And and that's where I think this movie uh, succeeded. I think it, it succeeded in tying things in. Now, I know, Andy, you think it's a little too on the nose with maybe some of the cameos from The New Hope with the cantina guy showing up. Yeah. That was kind of silly. Um, and yeah, maybe that was sort of like a. Huh? 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 I think. I yeah, think, but it was. I, yeah, I, I laughed and I laughed again yeah, when I saw it. You know what? The time. <laughs> this movie did it maybe twice, and Force Awakens did it every ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but there know. was a lot more of those too. Like for for hardcore fans, like standing around the table arguing about plans. It's like, yeah. hey, that guy was also standing around the table, and it's Beardy. And and the footage, the footage they pulled in from New Hope, yep. the canned footage, which is dope. Well, let's talk about. Oh, um, that, that was like a cheering right. moment. Favorite? Yeah, um, that went over my head. Sorry. Let, let's talk about our favorite little Easter eggs, like favorite like little hidden things or maybe not so hidden things in the movie. Let's go around the room here. Well, it, that's my problem is that they weren't hidden. They were too. They were too obvious. No, but there were a lot of hidden ones, Andy. There were. We only okay. saw it once, so yeah. there's also we. You know, I'm not even okay. like one percent as uh, obsessed as you are. So. The yeah. ten seconds that the picture of blue milk was on the screen. That's when that was the the beginning of the eye rolling for me. That's the beginning of the. That's movie. the very beginning. Of the I movie. almost walked out when yeah. they st- when they stopped on the blue milk. I'm like, I'm out. They stopped and zoomed in like it was a product placement. <laughs> New blue milk. They did. They totally did. And when but we I went really to, like I'm like, that. why He's am I wrong, looking though. at a picture of blue milk? When we went to Disney, I took a picture with the blue milk. That was like a thing for me. I stood at the bar, held the fake blue milk. I loved the blue milk. It was in three shots. And one of those shots was not moving. It was Come a long on. Shot. But they didn't pack but any also, blue milk to take with their them. Their entire house was this half the size of this basement. Like, it can't not be in the shot. <laughs> yes, but I didn't know. There was, the I'm carrots. sure, in the storyboard, it said blue milk shot right above it. <laughs> it was that obvious. It was. It was. It was so obvious. Oh, that's but at the be same that's time. That's not an Easter egg. That is. That's an Easter basket. That, exactly. <laughs> well, did, were there any that's ones that you picture. liked or you just didn't like any of them? You thought, you thought it was too well, much? Well, I don't know. Maybe I missed a bunch of them. All right, well, Muff, do you have one that you liked? I just like that Blue Milk Shot's going to be the name of my porno company. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. That was a great joke, Richie. You're hiding your face in your hands because you know it was good. Uh, I'll I'll give it to him. (laughs) I'll allow it. (laughs) All right, so here's the Easter eggs. Um, What were the Easter eggs I liked? Um, I really, really dug two. One was hardcore for fans, and one was the... um, the footage from A New Hope that, that we read later after we saw it that they pulled. It doesn't have to be an Easter egg, uh, just your favorite like thing that they like included that was like, ah, you know, like, um, so, so you liked the the uh, old footage from the 70s that they spliced it. I thought that was good. Like, everybody cheered Me too. for that. Me too. I, I, I love that. I People had, stood up. Well, here's the thing. Wow. I guess I'm not a fan. I didn't know that was happening. So I was just watching a movie and then the movie was done and you were like, what about all that old, old footage? I was like, huh? What are you talking about? Well, they obviously did a good they job. They obviously did a good job, yeah. <laughs> well, like, here's the story. Okay. Ryan Johnson was at Lucasfilm and, he's, and they were looking through the archives and not Ryan Johnson, no, Gareth, Gareth Edwards. Edwards. I'm sorry, excuse me. And um, they were looking Ryan through the um, the uh, ar- archives, and there was like a film canister. And he goes, "What's that?" He goes, "Oh, that's like uh, you know, cut footage from A New Hope, with, never used." He goes, "Can can we see it?" <laughs> and they said, "Well, it's never been digitized." And he's like, "Can that's you okay. digitize it?" <laughs> you know, so can I could see it. That? And he and he worked the movie around those scenes and edited it together. And I think they had them revoiced. Because there's cutaways, like 
He goes, you know, get ready for your run against that, like, shield generator. Instead right. Of Death Star. Right. You know, so it's like... I, and then it, it cuts out of the cockpit and you don't hear the You don't word. hear him, yeah, say, you don't see him say the word yeah. shield generator. So it's like, you know, I, I, I think they had to be revoiced. So I'm sure they prob- did, yeah. but but I mean the 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 voicing that they did revoice, which was those, and then um, who else did they revoice? So for people that didn't know, oh, and 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 Grand Moff Tarkin, like it was good, like it was good. Yeah. So like, for people like me, what what are you talking about? Well, all right. Well, I'll, do you want me, do you want me to try to run wait, through all the ones I can remember? No, no, just wait, wait, wait. in general. So the the cut in footage, but then like I said, the deep cut one was not Vader; it was Vader's castle. Yeah. Yes. No, 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 but go yes. through. So, so when the, they're flying, they're attacking. All right. And so the first one. In. Uh, oh yeah. It's the thing is, um, red leader and um, gold, gold leader. leader. Gold leader. Those are the actual actors from the original, and it's actual it's shots that George from Lucas took from nineteen seventy six. From like nineteen seventy six, and they spliced them in, and so it looks cool. fucking That's seamless. Cool. Yeah. So it, it's, yeah, I can't believe how good that looked. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it looked a little grainy, but it was still but it, good. But it just it fits seamlessly, and again, it was one of those things that you weren't expecting. You were like, "Holy shit! Of course, Red and Gold Leader would be there." It's yeah. like two days before a new hope. And, and then the, the little <laughs> eh moment is like when when Red Five gets destroyed. That's Luke's call sign. Yeah, Red Five, I'm in trouble. <laughs> well, uh, I guess there's a vacancy in the Red Five <laughs> position. You know, uh, <laughs> I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah. And it was two fucking every time they have a battle, a fat guy dies. <laughs> I know. I thought that's Porkins. why you were laughing. Was, where's Porkins? No, wasn't Red Five a woman? Porkins was like making a sandwich or something. <laughs> he was. No, that's what he Red Five was. Red Five was Porkins. He was the no, Porkins. Where was the actual no. Porkins? He was still in the army at the time. He was Porkins. Well, Porkins is Red Six. <laughs> flying. You know is that a, for a fact? Yes. I don't believe that. Flying is for droids. Flying. <laughs> flying is a fight against gravity. I didn't realize that. That's why he died. <laughs> those were the original actors until like I was watching it and I was like, that guy looks a lot like. Is that? And then afterwards, I found out that that was the actual footage. Well, but they did such a good job. When with we that. went to opening night, I did a holy shit when I saw that. I was like, wow, um, that was really I had cool. No idea. <laughs> um, there's, um, I know you guys don't watch it, but there's a show called Rebels. It's on uh, Disney XD, mm-hmm. and it takes place like maybe it, like right after the Clone War, right after um, Episode Three. Right. And um, I love the show, and the ship from the Rebels is called the Ghost, and that was all over the movie. Like, in the battles, like, the ghost is flying around, and I'm like, oh my god, the ghost is there. Which is cool, because it's very ghost-like, yeah. because you don't and, know what's and happening. They, and, and, and when they're at, in Yavin, they page the, right. the, the captain yeah. of the ghost, like, Commander Sindula, you know, please, and they said I it twice. Also, yeah. I, I also noticed that. I was like, no one's talking, and I just heard, like, a PA announcement. So yeah. I'm like, obviously that's something I have no idea, but it's important about <laughs> someone. something. Um, someone. Uh, someone knows what that is. There's one scene. Wait, Sindula, maybe... that's, that's Hera? Yeah. Oh. And then there's... um. The droid. And then there's Chopper, who is literally on screen for maybe six frames, right? He goes right out of the screen. I'm like, oh my god, Chopper! <laughs> and was then, his arms <clears throat> waving? No, they weren't waving. They should have been, but they, they weren't. They should have been. The, right, so those and are the big, No, and sense. the big one was um, the hammerhead. Isn't the very, the very first episode. Don't, doesn't, don't they have to steal a hammerhead ship? Oh, maybe. Rebels? Mm. I don't remember that. I that was like the big thing, that. too. My favorite little thing... Uh, well, That Va- was the coolest ever. Can't bring a hammerhead. Va- right. Vader's castle... Blew my mind. Like wrong planet, but still. Yeah, it's supposed to be on um, Vijun. <laughs> yeah, I think the, so. the acid rain plant. But they moved it to Mustafar because the, the all the Star Wars expanded universes you now. Mean the Mordor castle. Yes. Yeah. Mordor. Yeah, castle. Mordor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not supposed to be the Mordor castle. It's supposed to be on, a, on an acid rain planet. But that's. Eh, close enough. But D- Disney basically said, yeah, all those little video games and books that you spent time reading, <laughs> they don't count anymore. So. Well, listen. 
I think that that wasn't a poor choice to put it on Mustafar. Don't be little me, woman. <laughs> wow. I think it's cool that it's on Mustafar. It's very cool. It's on Mustafar. It makes sense that it's on Mustafar. George, say Mustafar. Just right. George, we can say Mustafar, Mustafar ten more times. George Lucas <laughs> tell you where it was? Mustafa. No, but um, the Ooh, game Jedi Academy told me yeah, where it was. Yeah, so it's not official. The, the Bast cast it, Bast Castle on Vajun. But that was like that. I was just like, oh my god. They, yeah, I said, they're I said, giving this, Vader his fucking castle. When, when I saw the the show, I'm like, oh my, is this? They're not going to show Vader's castle because that's like a that's like a that's a deep cut. You know I what didn't I mean? know that's what it was when it was. Happening. I was like, they're not going to show that. No. And then like they walk in, and then there's a back to tank, and it, and, and when I saw him in there, I was like, oh, and, and that was it. I was like, this is the, this this movie has five out of five. It could be <laughs> it, it, it could be you know Anakin and Padme frolicking so now, uh, in the uh, woods, rest of the movie. So and it, <laughs> see, that's the thing that I don't understand. Like you saw that for. You know, a minute. It was three minutes that, and fifty nine seconds. But that's what made the, the movie great for you. Like it didn't really change anything for me. Obviously, well, because you didn't know it. Well, we're but, talking about mainly yeah, the Easter Yeah, but seeing him in the back the, to tank like the was amazing, regardless if if you know. That, that, I did not know that that was his castle. I, but when I saw him, like without his arms and legs, not just without his mask, without his body, in, I was like, well, <gasps> here's here's a, here's the deal with that. Okay. No, one thing is not going to change the whole movie. Right. But it's not one thing. There was a lot lot of little things in there and. I felt sort of um, neglected by Disney. Like I felt like Disney had my ticket already. They right. knew I'm going to go regardless. Why would they make? Why would they make shit for me? Like because right. th- th- I'm going to go. I'm going to buy the crap. I'm I'm going right. to go to the movie. I'm going to get the T-shirt, and I'm going to be. Uh, I'm a, I'm like a loyal sheep. You know what I mean? Like I'm. They don't have to worry about me. So why would they make a movie for me? Right. You know. But then when they put all this stuff in there, that was. I felt like that's for me. <laughs> this is for me and people like me. I like, was like when they. Like when they blew the bridges in Dark Knight Rises. Yes. That was for you. That was for me, right? Exactly. It wasn't for me. It didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. But I'm like, <gasps> but I don't want to go to that movie. Don't care about me. But, um, <laughs> but. If you want to see a tangent. I, I like that. <laughs> I, I, I love no, that. that. He was, was paying great. fan service, but not in like a, like a, you know, a jerky, yeah. knee jerky No, way. it was a, but the thing is we never saw it before. And that was, that's big for me. Like it's a new thing. It's something we know about. I didn't even know he had a castle. Well. The reason I love episode three so much is because our whole life, you know, as teenagers, we were talking about, and like, you know, from from since seeing Return of the Jedi to 1999 when uh, Phantom uh, Phantom Menace came out, we were like, oh my God, imagine like Yoda versus the Emperor. Oh, we're never going to see that. Oh, I wonder how like... How like you know Darth Vader had to get in that suit and right. oh, I heard Obi Wan put him down like a on a lava planet like nah we'll never see that and then when I'm sitting in the theater I'm like there it is there it is <laughs> I was like thank you thank you George Lucas where are you thank you so I, like George. and um and that little castle thing for me I was like oh shit like and also the ending scene but I want to get into that in a second but my favorite thing and it's a little it's a little thing it's a little stupid thing. My favorite thing in the movies, because you guys know how much I love the prequels, is that Jimmy Smith was in the movie. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yes, Jimmy. I was like, I was thinking going into this movie, Jimmy Smith better be in this fucking movie. I was like, I was like getting, I was riling myself up, preparing for it if, not to happen. If anyone from the prequels was yeah. going to be in the movie, it had to be Bail Organa. It had like, to be. Jimmy's, and yeah, it, it better good. be fucking Jimmy Smith. Not like, you know, um, fucking Seth Rogen playing, uh, <laughs> playing Bail Organa. Oh my God, that would have got another star for me if Seth Rogen was playing this part. Jimmy Smith's amazing. I gotta go back to Alderaan and tell everybody the planet's gonna blow up. (laughs) And the reason reason you like Jimmy Smith is because coming from Force Awakens, where they were like, no, 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 prequels. Yeah, and he he got to say a a line from the other one, too, again. 
What? what? He said, oh, yeah, I'll uh, give it to uh, whatever. We'll reach out to this person because they served me well during the Clone Wars. That bothered you. Yeah, it did. It didn't bother me because I was actually asleep at oh, that time. Oh, and I caught, <laughs> I caught the line, I would, uh, you got to give it to someone you would trust. Oh, I would trust yeah. you with my life. Yep. I caught that today. I didn't catch that the first time. I'm like, who is he talking? And then they oh. almost played Leia's theme and they changed it to something. I know, like, I heard that. Went, there was a lot of that music. There was a lot of, like, it, it seemed like, you know, like the well, knockoff version on the family guy it, of a lot yes, of stuff. It did. And also, but also John Williams knocks off himself in multiple movies. Anytime he has a love theme, he goes, da-da. Yeah. And then it goes into some other stuff. So, it sounded just Star Wars to me. Anne Marie, a favorite um, Easter egg? I told you mine, Bail Organa. <sighs> yeah, I go with Bail Organa. That's good. Bail was good. Um, <laughs> I thought you were like, I, I, I mean, I liked, I liked all of the little things because one of the big problems I had with Force Awakens, I'm, I'm on the opposite side of the train tracks from, from, from Andy right now because I think that they really were, they were too in your face with like the <laughs> kind of moments in Force Awakens and I think they did it very tastefully in this movie. I liked all of them. I loved the blue milk. I loved it. Um, Andy, did you see that part with the blue milk? I did. Okay, so my, no, my favorite. My face. Are you sure? Did you get some blue milk on my you? Favorite, blue my milk favorite shot. was probably the back to tank. Seeing oh. Vader in the back to tank. And, and I so wish, I so, and they wouldn't do this. I knew they wouldn't do this because they, they can't acknowledge the prequels that much. But if you just saw, like, for the hint of a second, like, like Hayden Christensen's eye or something. In that the disappointed me. I think, I think that's part of my uh, missing star. Is that, like, yeah. get, get Hayden Christensen. Don't be no, an but asshole. Like, even if, get a Hayden Christensen. Listen, even if they, he didn't have a, to say anything, even if he wasn't in the suit, I don't care. If you just saw the shadow of his face in that moment, that would have put it over the edge for me. But that, that scene was phenomenal. And I really, I, I don't know if it's an Easter egg, but I guess it is. I, I really, and I was talking to you about this, I liked the lightsaber technique and I like the dialogue for Vader and he was very in the movie like maybe a total of seven minutes you know but just watching how they are using that character character to bridge into what he became as to what he was in in the cartoons and what he was in the prequels from Anakin to Vader I want to talk about that next um Brandy easter egg I have one easter egg that might not be an easter egg but the one thing I really 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 enjoyed about the movie was at the very end when uh, the the pod goes away and Vader's on the little yeah. outpost standing yeah. there, and there's just something about the way the lightsaber is in his hand. It's a beautiful. It's a gorgeous shot. The way his cape is, you almost look like you see his legs. Yeah. He looked like my action figure. Yeah. He looked oh. like the actual Kenner, act the big one. From when I was a kid, and I literally almost started weeping in the movie theater. It was just gorgeous. And like, I hated glad, every other part of that movie. I'm glad you that mentioned that. But that got me back at the end. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm like that. hitting Andy, and he's like, I don't know why you're crying. <laughs> it's, why are you no, crying? Just, that shot was so good. Yeah, because yeah. the, um, the 10 to 5 just, or 10 to 4 just pulled away. Or is it 5? Uh, it's, no, uh, 4. 10 to 4 just yeah. pulled away, and um, and Vader and Toost is flanked by two stormtroopers, and they're out in space. And the fucking cape is billowing, and the lightsaber is flickering, and I'm just, I was like, that is a, the most gorgeous <laughs> shot. Also, like that, that's going to be the cover of this movie, you know. And the look of terror on those people's face was great. Because in the action figure, the lightsaber was in the arm. Yeah. You, <laughs> so it was completely lined up, and I think that's exactly why it looked like the action. And I used to put my action figure in that position all the time. So I don't know if they did it on purpose. And the fact that you never see his legs and like the padding on them, I don't know. That got me. Um, let's talk about that for a second because I felt that 
Vader in this movie was kind of like Joker in the Suicide Squad. It's like the th- it's like sexy. He no he brought <laughs> he was the thing that brought people to the movie because like oh my god Vader's gonna be on this, but he was not really in it as much as everybody would, was hoping. Um, but the general consensus I'm seeing is that um, even though Vader's not in the movie for maybe more than seven minutes, he's a scene um, stealer. It's his scenes are the best in the movie. They're phenomenal. As, now let's talk about that. Let's talk about that last scene. Oh, no. At the end of the movie... Spoilers! At the end of the movie... You have to stop. Um, right before that last scene, though, I, I heard two things that I didn't hear the first time. What? Which was little two, East, two little Easter eggs. What? Which is when Bail Organa says, I would trust her with my life. Yeah. And then as he's leaving, he says, Captain Antilles, I have something I need you to do. Yeah, oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear that. Yeah, and then um, when they're on the... Yeah, when they're when they're on the 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 ship, the new the um the blockade runner, mm-hmm. one of the guys like is walking past and he goes, "Make sure all these escape pods work." Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, 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 yeah. You get it? You get it? <laughs> they're gonna use the escape pods. So, There's gonna I be like droids that. in them and no you know human what? Actually, life. Actually, one flaw in the diet like that. There's didn't no bother humans me. in that. <laughs> There's no life forms in that pod. Don't need to shoot it down. You really hated this movie, Jesus Christ! Wow, no, that, was um, that was from Family Guy. I know, I know, I know. What are we paying um, by the laser now? But you don't do the books, Terry. I like those guys. I like those guys, and I like that we saw it twice. Those guys like leaning, like they couldn't give us a railing. Like that's the it, problem. It's like that and the guy, the choo choo guy on the planet with it. Oh yeah, <laughs> twice we get to see him too many times. But when they stole the imperial, <laughs> when they stole the imperial ship to go to Edu, he he wasn't holding his thing, yeah, and he was, was like, like, I didn't say that ship could leave. I'm <laughs> pointing at it. I caught that today. He's just looking at it. He's like. <laughs> Fucking, I'm not pointing at that shit, dude. It ain't supposed to go nowhere. Let's talk about... We have a problem. <laughs> Let's talk about that end scene. Sorry. Let's talk about that, the last scene. Um, the uh, the movie was about to end, and I almost had like that Force Awakens gut uh, pit in my stomach where it was like, uh, they're not going to use Luke in this real, are they? Eh. You know, and then the Why, movie you already did saw end. Vader. And, yeah, we, but like... We he, saw him, but you figured, yeah, but all right, did, that's like, it. He chokes somebody. We see him do that like 20 times. So then f- this movie delivers the greatest fucking Darth Vader thing ever at the end of it. And it's basically him... Unleashed. Yeah, Darth Vader <laughs> unleashed, just like... Doing everything Spring that you break. you wish you, you wish you would see him do. He did it. I, I, the thing is, I could have watched that for two hours. Yeah, like, and like it, like literally, like tingles in my yes. spot, like yeah. my scalp when he started doing that. Too. So I was like, you know what? They could just put him on like a planet, right? And and drop like four hundred <laughs> rebels there, and then put a can put a GoPro on him before <laughs> you watch that movie. I watched that movie. Well, me and Phil were talking about it in the car because um, <clears throat> right after we saw Rogue One, we had like a long drive. And we're talking like they need to make a movie, call it Order Sixty Six, and have it just be Darth Vader hunting all the Jedi that are left afterwards. But that was like one of the things I loved about this movie was like that's clearly something that people want to see very badly, and that they would just never give us. And and this movie was like, nope, here you go. Here, yeah, like here, here you, Richie. Because seriously, I thought the movie was going to end you know? as soon as he took the thing out, yeah. the, the little data yeah. chip out from the one from New Hope. And they, they take off. I thought it was going to end. And then all of a sudden it goes black. And then I was like, oh, it's happening. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. And, and that, that would have been the, the lamest like, ending ever. Like, yeah. oh, oh, they're going to go like right into it. And I'm like, yeah, but they're on the wrong <laughs> ship. It's not the ship that Vader that, that gets there. But it, and it, and was, it was. I saw everybody who likes listening to this podcast, likes hanging out with us, likes to you know hear what we have to say. 
You actually don't ever want to go to see a movie with Richie Castellano no. because he jumps up and punches you. <laughs> and you actually scream really well. I love to see movies with Richie. You're the only person who loves movies. I I missed the same piece of dialogue and I, I leaned over and I told him today we were in the theater right before this I missed the same piece of dialogue because he had the same exact reaction the first time <laughs> and he he's laughing and it's it's like in my ear and I'm like you know I didn't hear him say the same thing the first time and I had to ask you what he said contain again. your joy Richie contain your joy he for got these up, people. no the Vader scene that we're talking about right now he got up he screamed it and Richie's loud Richie's one of the louder people I've ever met. He was screaming at grown ass man, screaming at the top of his lungs. He's jumping on Phil like world star. Like it's insane. It was insane. It was opening night. You could do that. Black people go shh <laughs> to Richie at the movies. But I remember I remember watching you like because it was like I had I saw the reaction like I had my reaction then I looked at everybody else's reaction and then, then I looked everybody back at my looked reaction. at Richie. <laughs> you you saw the the. The the rebel uh, fighter is like focusing on the door, and you're like, "Wait, is this going into a new hope?" And we're like, "No, wait, the fucking lights are off. Like, what's happening?" And then you hear, (laughs) and then you hear Vader, and you're like, "Oh, Vader's here!" But you didn't. I don't. I did not expect the lightsaber to fucking flip on. And but the lights were off. Of course, it was gonna. I don't. But you. It was like Richie said. It was very subtle. It wasn't like here comes the lightsaber. It was just. It's because you don't see I don't know. The, I actually felt like here Because you the haven't lightsaber. seen one the hope. entire movie. You haven't seen one the entire movie. And then in A New Hope, he doesn't enter with the lightsaber on, right? Well, because in A New Hope, they already got the ship. The right. ship's, the ship's right. on board the Star Destroyer. And he just yeah. walks in. Yeah, and the stormtrooper's mopped up. So he right. just walks in and is like, okay. But, so that's why you <laughs> weren't expecting here. it. Right. Yeah. But I wasn't the, expecting it either. But the, the, the fight sequence, like you said, it's just him blocking, you know... Blocking laser blasts. The thing that Anne Marie said, it's like a horror movie. There are people at the end of the hallway going like, "Help us! For the love of God, help us!" It it felt like it felt like Alien. It felt like like you're alone in space and it's dark and like you've never actually seen that kind of horror in Star Wars ever. He lifted a dude to the ceiling, and killed a guy, the, and then killed him guts. on his way down. Yeah, yeah. like no, no, he, and, and that was that was the greatest thing Wait, in the he, movie, right Richie there. Knows, like an, like an afterthought. He was Richie like, knows the choreography, so so the guy went to go shoot him. He lifts him up the ceiling, the the on the ceiling, and he holds his fucking fist, like his left fist, up in the air while he's holding him. He's blocking bolts. He walks past the guy, and as he's under the guy, he just. Whoop, Flicks the lightsaber up at the ceiling and kills the dude. And the guts him like a tauntaun. Him. What? And guts him like a tauntaun. Oh, it was amazing. It was beautiful. Was... Oh, and they did the fucking saber through the door thing with the oh guy. My God, that was off awesome. the, the uh. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Sorry, I hate when that happens. <laughs> Blue milk shot. <laughs> Blue milk shot. <laughs> I swear that never happened. <laughs> so, um... Oh, God, but... Yeah, that yeah. was great, and... and it's I, the Wonder Woman thing, but in in Star Wars. But the, 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 when she does this, when she does this, Henry, remember when she did this with her hands? But when I was talking to Phil about this, my cousin Phil, and he said that um, he goes, the issue with this movie is that it's almost like you live between Vader moments. It's like Vader moment to Vader moment, even though there's only two. It's like because the problem is this movie really isn't about Darth Vader and has sort of very little to do with Darth Vader. Like whereas yeah, all the other movies are about Darth he Vader. Wasn't in you know? it. This is Moff's movie. Imagine he wasn't. Yeah, but in the it. thing is that it was even though it was the greatest part of the movie, unfortunately the greatest part of the movie was tacked on. You know what I mean? 
That's that's my only complaint. They're like, I, well, I, I, I listen. I was really really happy to, to to see it, but those scenes could have easily not been in the movie, and it wouldn't have affected the movie and its narrative at all. I agree. You know, so you're right, but also it definitely added to it, and it added to a new hope. The fact that that last little bit was in there, I think, adds to new hope no, greatly. No, I'm not. I'm not debating that, but I'm saying that. The, had they not, had they not have, been in it there. could have not existed. Yeah, it could have not existed, and the movie okay. would have been the same. Like the the outcome would have been the same. I mean, the 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 biggest thing is that we've never seen Vader fight like that. Also true. Yeah, ever. That's that's what I thought was important that you're touching on that because we're supposed to be afraid of Vader, and in 2016 with the kind of movies we've seen, like it it just doesn't cut it anymore. Like Which, okay, as a guy yeah. in a black suit who has asthma, you know what I mean? That doesn't like <laughs> that's not really very scary. Well, that was that's what I was telling you before about the lightsaber technique. That one of my favorite Easter eggs because I feel like in this. In the seven, I'm sorry, less than that. In the three minutes that he used that lightsaber, right? Oh, that was like 90 seconds. Yeah, 90 <laughs> seconds that he used that lightsaber. I feel like they bridged the super showy Anakin kind of lightsabering with the older, wiser, tempered lightsaber technique that he had in the later movies. Well, like like many other nerds across the world, <laughs> uh, after opening night, I went home and put on A New Hope. And I have to say that it's a rough transition. <laughs> um, because um, this movie is designed to dovetail perfectly into New Hope. Not where it's like, okay, this movie ends and a few weeks later this happens. No, no, no. This movie ends and like you, the end of this scene happens and then you can the literally door opens. butt the yeah. um, other scene onto it of the, the fucking... Sh- the, the, you yeah, know, cut the crawl out of A New Hope and just keep going. Just, you can like go into a video editor and take the last scene from this before, right before the credits. And credit, someone will. And right after the the, the uh, crawl of the New Hope, and it's it's oh, seamless. Oh, that's gonna affect watch order now. Oh. It might, but we'll talk about that in a second. But the um, but my problem with it was that we went from this like super hyper hyper um, you know, style of of, of just visual and, and cinematography and battle in uh, in Rogue One, and also Darth Vader. You know, and then we went right to A New Hope, which is very clunky by comparison. So it was like it, it, it's almost like you you have to do a tweak in your brain. And I think like that that's the only that's one of my big problems with this movie is that it's not going to um, be as seamless as they would like because it can't be because okay. the other movie was made what? Let me ask my question. I'm sorry. Just before we get too far off this topic, now did you realize, as the Star Wars nerd that you are, that you had never seen Vader fight this way before? Yes, okay. absolutely. See, because I didn't realize after I saw it that I'd never seen it before, and I, I realized I was hoping to see it because it was like I'd seen it once in a video game, um, mm-hmm. Force Unleashed, the first the first level. You're Darth Vader on Kashyyyk, and you're essentially doing that last scene in that movie, except you're doing it for twenty minutes um, <laughs> and throwing Wookies. You're just throwing Wookies off <laughs> bridges. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Um, so yeah, but then but it's, so I was like, okay, but like we, we you and I discussed this, Jarrett, like. You know, there's no reason for Vader to go ape shit in the beginning of A New Hope because the the stormtroopers already mopped up everybody. He does choke some guy out. He throws some guy across the room. He's pretty brutal. But the, where it really shows is the duel with Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Where I'm like, oh, you know what? Can you get those guys who CG mop Tarkin to like redo this whole shit because this is this is this is tough to watch. So let's talk about that. Oh, that um, that was that was an Easter egg I like too. Not Grand Moff Tarkin himself, but you may find well, that's that's see what what you and I liked about the movie was what 
royally pissed off Andy about the <laughs> what? movie. What? All, all the little nods. No, no, that was that. Was, I, I was okay. He'll with allow that, that one. Well, what? I'll, 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 <laughs> wait, wait. Which which one? When um Moff Tark is firing on um Edu. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and he goes, "You may fire when ready." And that's that's like the same exact way he said it in the original movie. Uh, so as I, someone see, who see, knows once that, again, the, that that stuff didn't piss me off because I didn't even know. But now that you know, you pissed. One impulse power. I know that. Like, so why would he have said? Why would like? Why would you be more mad since you know it was the actual line? Why are you projecting that it? I would hate that? Because that's you how he talks, do. and that's how. So Mark every Tarkin time he fires, fire. that's how he says it all the time. Every time he fires anything, I think it's insulting. I didn't even know about it until now, but now I'm insulted. I think. They're just really, really trying to connect these two movies, um, and this is the only way they really can, because unless you're going to reshoot episode four, which they're never going to do... Um, Don't say that. They'll, they're going to do it. No. Well, that, that was the thing. I kind of wished that they just kept going at the end of Rogue One. Like, all right, let's go into that. Let's, you know, let's, you got all the digital characters here. You don't need any of these people. Let's just redo this with, like, better shit, with yeah, more, yeah, like, you know, you effects. It's going to happen. Do you know what kind of uproar that would cause? It doesn't matter. Yes. The people who would... Uh, they'll be dead revolt. when it happens. It's fine. <laughs> it's going to happen eventually. Well, we won't be here to witness it. Diabetes. Did you, um, did you think they were going to show... They would be angry until the Darth Vader-Obi-Wan fight comes up. And then they would be... And then it's like, okay, okay. 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 Uh, I'll allow it. It's fine. Did you think oh. they were going to use him as much as they did? Who, Vader? Tarkin. No, Tarkin. 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 No, that was a big surprise. And I didn't even realize that was a CG character. Oh, you're full of shit. I didn't. I thought they got an actor that looked just like him. No. And he put, like, looked makeup old. On him. I was like, I didn't think it was a CG. I, I didn't I'm think it was CG. Douche. I'm not full of shit. I'm, te- I'm okay, telling you. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just telling a lie right now of what I thought. Because <laughs> I have, because I have a reason to lie about that. Obvious. It was I didn't think so. Obvious. I didn't see it. I, the only time I realized that they were that. Did that, you think it was found footage? No, I thought it was they got just some guy that sort of looked like him and put like a shit ton of makeup on his face and prosthetics. Yeah, that's they what I thought. Because that. that's what they did in in Revenge yeah. of the Sith. Right. They, they took a guy yeah, the, yeah, that yeah, looked like him it. and put prosthetics on him. And it was easier, though, for that, though, because he was much younger. And more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the, the, and I didn't realize that Tarkin was CG until the last scene of the movie when Leia showed up. I'm like, what? How, what? How do you do that? I was like, what? what, what I was like, oh, it's the clue thing they did it also, in Tron. Yeah, oh. By the way, I could have done. I I, I could have taken. It was fine. I was okay with with her showing up, but it could have been like you never saw her face. And I thought they weren't going to show they her gave face. Us hope. Yeah, yeah if they said hope one more time, then I would have projectile vomited. I'm so glad they did show their face because like because no. it, it surprised me. I was like, Ooh. I didn't think they were going to show it. Let's. We, we've been talking about all the the the, the shit that you know the old stuff. But let's talk about some of the new stuff. Uh, <laughs> I realized that we hadn't talked about any other characters. Jin Erso, what do you think? Oh, I loved her. Richie said she looks like a woodchuck. No, you said she looks like a woodchuck. I said she has the biggest front teeth I've ever seen on anybody, and you said woodchuck. <laughs> I loved so her. So we both agree they're very sexy, giant, giant front teeth. <laughs> yes. Because the I Death Star's Kathy murder of the world. Cool. I liked that he had a very heavy Spanish accent. That was cool. What? what, what so, you didn't like Jin Erso, Andy? Andy no, she's fine. Andy just has a. She's fine. Has, you you can't see it right now because not video recording it. He has like a, a constant puss on his face today. No, no, she was she was fine. He's trying to smile right now, but I can see the puss. But does she have a plan? Uh, oh no, let her talk. Maybe she might. That was pretty Andy's favorite part of the plan? movie. What is she proposing? She yeah, that, I heard that too. Hey, wait, I can't hear her back here. Let the girl speak. Hey, what are you doing over there? 
<laughs> Andy, a cup of coffee Andy, over there? that's a I mono microphone. They can't hear what direction you're talking from. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just... I'm talking away. That's for us. I'll pan it and post I'm talking for you. away from <laughs> My plan was to learn what those exact lines were, and when Richie introduced hey, the episode, we were going to yell it out. There's coffee in the break room. All right, enough. Stop. Is it a fresh pot? Brown and George Harrison. <laughs> it's a pot of them over there. <laughs> but it's it's funny that you do that because I'm sorry that was, that was like Hercules level of of like people yelling in the background. Not everyone was forced to watch Hercules like <laughs> and, you were. And Andy. the problem is, is that people that 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 nothing's going on. Like they're waiting for those people to yell those stupid. Lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That like, was why it was weird. The, I'll, like, I'll admit that 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 kind of. Uh, that kind of was a cringe moment for me today. Yeah, me Wait, too. Amory, oh, say it again. You. What was it? What? What is she proposing? What is she proposing? <laughs> Let the girl speak. <laughs> it sounded like a band geek level banter. <laughs> oh god, that, no! I, I, I know, I know what Jared's favorite uh, banter do you know, was. Do you know what? That was kind of the whole thing was annoying because then she was just like, "Rebellions are built on hope." I'm like, "Bitch, you were not about that like oh. ten minutes ago." Yeah, but that thing mm. from the trailer wasn't there. This yeah. is a rebellion, isn't it? Yeah. I rebel. I rebel. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't like that So one. much shit was in Portugal, but I know what your favorite part was in the movie. In the entire movie? Yeah. KT, uh, K2SO? No, no, no. So you heard they were uh, phasing out those T-16s? Yes. <laughs> oh. No, it was T-14s. Oh, T-14s? No, it was, no, was T-15s. It was 15s. Really? Yeah, yeah because... No, but it's like... Wait, because like, Luke has a 16. Fucking stormtrooper <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait. I can't understand what's happening. One person at a time. The stormtroopers, like they're having like banter, like they're just having like, a side conversation. <laughs> and, and Jared loves like you know henchmen having conversations. That's it's, his favorite thing. It's it's the Batman video game. It's so, like I wish the Batman. You need right to have now. a hashtag henchman talk. So, so he said he's like, oh, did you hear they're they're getting rid of the T16s? Yeah, those are obsolete anyway. They're about time. Yeah, no, yeah, 15. yeah. Probably 15s. just another drill. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that last drill. <laughs> So I yeah, I like Jyn Erso. I mean I uh, I think the name Jyn Erso comes from uh, from a Jedi and Luke Outcast. has a T sixteen, right? There was a T. Yeah, the um, Luke has a T sixteen. Yeah, they're phasing out the T fifteen. It makes sense. Yeah, he was saying the T fifteens are obsolete. The T sixteen. You get it? It's out. one number higher. <laughs> <laughs> now we've gone Bill and Ted. <laughs> iOS ten. It's one number higher. Uh, Thank you. Um, I Jyn Erso comes Jyn from Erso, where? Um, her name. Uh, Jan Ors was a character in uh, Jedi Outcast. Yeah. So I think that's what the inspiration for the name. And it's a very similar kind of character. Sure. She works a rebellion. She's like a feisty uh, sure. f- a freedom fighter. Oh, I fighter. loved Galen or so. Yeah. Loved him. Mads Mikkelsen, is that his name? Yeah, he didn't have anything pouring out of his eyeballs in this movie. What is yeah, he from? Nice. That was what nice. is he from? Um, he was in Doctor Strange. Um, he was oh, in... Yeah. He's in a lot of stuff that I can't put my finger he's on. He's got a moment. wonderful accent. He looks like The Rock to me. What? what? The Rock or a Rock? Uh, both. <laughs> he looks like he was cut from stone. Maybe. I, I, he looks I like, like CG to me. I like Jin. I was a little upset that we didn't get to see her use those uh, poles on her back. Yeah. I thought at one point when she, oh, yeah. that she was going to do something. Just some Because you saw that she was good with like baton stuff and yeah. she was kind of a badass. I... I liked it. I just felt like I I, I kind of didn't get to know the new characters as much as I would have liked to, but mm-hmm. they were all great. I, 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 Wait, like but why said, would she know how to use those? They, she just stole the the the, the because uniform she was she was she was Saw Guerrera's hold on she was Saw Guerrera's best soldier. Except so she said, "You left me down in a hole with a with a, a loaded blaster and a and a sword or something, or a knife or, or something like that. and a knife." So she knows how to fight. And a roll of duct tape. No, I just, and she knows I just, how to use it because she used a baton in that scene in Jeddah. 
the 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 martial arts movie rule is if there's a weapon in the frame is going to be used. I was gonna say it's, the, it was it's a very cinematic thing. It was it was prominent. It was like yeah. probably Tron level lit up on her back all the yeah. time. I really thought it she was like gonna Tron. kick ass like, with them at some point. You know, it's, just it's, take them out. Like file your nail. I don't even give a shit. Just take them out. I want to see what they look like. Maybe that was a cut scene. I, I I I believe it. I think there was a lot cut. I think I think Saw Gerrera probably had a huge part in this movie. Maybe. And what would you do when they catch you? What would you do when they find you? Whatever it was, yeah. Oh, that was Instead, that was cut they out. Had him yeah. Introduce a giant worm. Okay, what the fuck purpose did that thing the have? Bo- I, he it was it was a truth serum. What was it called? Pork cutlet. Pork cutlet. What? Botlet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you it was forgot bor- about the scene. I don't even know what you did. It was called a pork cutlet. But, then, was, but here's the weirdness of talking about the big squid <laughs> monster <laughs> that interrogated a uh, uh, body. Yeah, Bodhi? remember? Bodhi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bodhi. Bodhi. Bodhi, like from Point Break. I'm like, that was the best part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they named him after Patrick Swayze. Uh, <laughs> he loved him so much. So I, I, I really liked Bodhi. I liked yeah, Bodhi a lot. Awesome. I thought he was, he was funny. great. Um, no, but that, that was that whole Saw Gerrera thing. Like th- that that no, was his weirdness the right there. He goes. Borgalit will find your answer. Borgalit will. I'm like, why are you speaking like Borgalit. that? Stop. I love that. Freaking weird. Pork cutlet. Pork cutlet. It's my favorite casino. Borgalit. Pork. You like the Borgalit? I like. What's Cassian. a Borgalit? It's um, a vegetable. I thought Alan Tudyk's droid was pretty funny. Oh god, a droid who's an asshole. I oh, love man, him. fantastic. Andy's rolling his eyes. What did you like? No, about no, the droid? no, no. He was good. He and was, he just rolled his eyes by accident. He didn't even know. No, he, he, he actually good. liked him. And, and that was one of the things. It's, mo- it's momentum from before. It's, yeah, they it's can't true. stop rolling. It's, it's not rolling. <laughs> no, no. That, that was the thing that, uh, that that's part of the Star Wars universe is the... Uh, snarky droids. Sassy droids. Relief yeah, of, of the droids and, you know... See, when I saw the trailer, I was sort of expecting that we have this reprogrammed droid that we're going to use to sneak into the... And, and they kind of sort of did that, but it like really wasn't a big deal like the way they did it. Yeah. It was, he was awesome. He was like bad at being a droid. I loved yeah. him so yeah. much. Yeah. And it was so good when he picked up that guy I and he smashed why. everybody with the other guy's butt. Like he picked him up by the center. He's like, ah, smash, smash, smash. I'm right. taking these people to the these prisoners, prisoners to the prison place. <laughs> that, that, was, so that was the best part. <laughs> I'm taking these prisoners to imprison them in prison. The prison. Like, you could tell he was just thinking about it and going like, this is, no. This is Did you work. watch his eyes, though? I think they tracked his eyes. I think they probably tracked it and tried to mirror it because I was watching his eyes, especially when he was in the cockpit. He kept doing these, like, side glances and he was like, and, like, looking at him when he's like, you're going to let her have a blaster? He was a little, he was a little stewy. Kind of. Because they were like, we need to run your diagnostics. He's like, you most certainly do not. <laughs> you most certainly do not run my diagnostics. Ooh, Stewie's going to play him in the Family Guy version. <laughs> um, we haven't talked about Donnie Yen, his yeah, big Hawaiian friend. Oh. Shirin Imwe and um, Maze. Maze Melbus. Melbus, Bulbus. I don't know what Donnie Yen is. Melbus. We don't know these names I at I have all. no idea. Shirin Imwe is... Um, the guy is with the name? gun yeah. with the kung fu guy. No, I know you described him well, uh, yeah, but yeah. I don't remember no, him. Okay. I didn't actually know who <laughs> the blind, The blind guy? Yeah, the blind guy yeah. with the Here, stick and the big Hawaiian guy with The forest is with me and I'm with the forest. In my Star Wars movie that I was going to make, that they were going to give me money to do, Donnie Yen was also in that movie oh, be yeah he was also a jedi and not this um um okay super 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 happy to see a hong kong action star uh you know martial arts wushu kung fu guy being in star wars fucking awesome great 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 fight scene where he's taking out the stormtroopers uh, uh again i could have used about four more of those in the movie uh i got you got one of those and then a couple like he, he like sneaky uh, he t- shot down t- a tie fighter 
Yeah, but that I, was amaze balls. I don't, I don't need to see Donnie Yen shoot a Tie Fighter. I need to see him do Kung Fu shit. I do. Trooper. I he need to shot see him do that. a sing, a single shot a Tie Fighter, and then that's it crashed amazing. into a turret, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> it was fantastic. The, he was one with the force, and the force was with him, and it crashed in. Oh, I thought he should have had the microphone. Obviously, obviously, he had some sort of force powers. What? Um, but <laughs> but like. <laughs> But at, at the end, I was totally, I was kind of disappointed when they were trying to hit that switch, and I just thought like, okay, at the, he's gonna pray now, and the switch is gonna move, right? And and that's it. He's gonna have to leave. But instead, they did that cheese ball, like him walking out into the middle. Even though like I was, you know, tearing he, up during that moment, he didn't get shot. And, and, and then he got shot. Yeah, but it's like that's fun. I'm like, the whole movie, he's like praying for the door to open, like and. Like, wouldn't this have been the moment for him to, like, pray? Oh, and then, to, the, the, then the force just goes, and moves that button. And, but and then that you wouldn't have it. cried. Yeah, but they were all going to die five minutes matter. later anyway. Everyone's yeah, but you die. know what? It we wouldn't, have been, it well, wouldn't have been a Chinese film exactly. if everybody didn't die tragically at the end. <laughs> right. so. Wait, but, here, but, but there's the question. It's like, is that a, is he a Jedi? No, they say it. They ask him in right. the movie. So he's not a Jedi, but he has force power. He's so like a force mystic. He was but never that's... trained in his force power, yeah. so he would never be able to do that. Yeah. Wait, they ask but, him if he's a Jedi? Yeah. But um, Ray wasn't trained. Who'd they ask him? Who she asked... was able to do a whole bunch of shit. Um, yeah, but we Cassian don't know what... asks uh, Maze, because when, when they see him Cassian, take... Cassian, the, the Antonio Banderas guy? Yeah. yeah. When, when they see him take down... See. They, they see him take down all the stormtroopers, they go... See, and he, they see he's blind. He goes, is he a Jedi? And he goes, no, right. there, there are no Jedi here. Um, he's just a he's just a crazy old bastard. Like <laughs> I don't that. feel like that's a legitimate answer, though. Yeah, like, no, no, the Jedi are in hiding. No, but they, that's another Easter egg. What? They say he was a guardian of the wills. Yeah, he was a guardian of the wills. Yeah, like the, the, the wills are the uh, first species to discover the Force, I think. The, fir- the, 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 yeah, the, the, original, the original name of Star Wars was the Journal of Luke Starkiller... Um, as told to Mace Windu by the Wills. Oh, they they oh, did yeah. a good job sorting that up. To yeah. Star Wars. But the Guardian of the Wills, they were the first people to to and discover... Uh, to discover um, that's a race of for, people, the Wills? The Wills, yeah. uh, W-H-I-L-L-S. So and then, and then Jeddah is the planet where Jedi come from, <laughs> oh, obviously. That's good. So. Well, I, well, yeah, duh. Um, I, feel, I feel like that was obvious. Yeah. I mean, Jeddah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. The ancient, the last bastion of the Jedi. One's a T, it's Jeddah, like, you know, like a car. Jeddah? No, no Jeddah. No, J E D H A. See, if I knew that, then I might have gotten that. It's a desert planet. They, they write it on the screen, Brandy. Do you think Max von <laughs> Sydow was also a guardian of the wills? I think Max von Sydow shouldn't even have been in that movie because he's in it for, for thirty seconds. And fuck Force Awakens and J.J. Abrams is ruining everything. Oh, the beginning. <laughs> the guy oh, no, sorry. from the beginning but we're staying of Force. Back on. All right. Like, what? Wait, what? Chill out. You need. I don't even know Andy's where that. Well, who's angry? Understanding. At what? I don't understand this. Andy, yeah, I Andy it was the guy. I had to go through all this for a second but it's the guy in the beginning of Force Awakens when he's meeting up with BB-8 in that oh, planet the old guy, the the old guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he his name is Lor Santeca <laughs> yeah he he okay. played such a minimal part it's not surprising that you don't so why is Richie him. angry at it I'm just angry at J.J. Abrams and Simon mm, Pegg okay. yeah he I really hates on that movie hard it's I, so funny to see him hate so much on it because he treats he's that movie doing, like other people treat the prequels. Yes, and and he's doing. Ex- I was just about to All say. Right, we can that. talk about this later. Okay. <laughs> we can talk about. Can I turn on your lightsaber? <laughs> 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 Moving on. Um, Do we talk about the eyeliner yet? No. Well, I, I just wanted to. I also like the, the fact that the uh, jet, uh, rebel. Uh, sorry, jet, the um, the Empire's base jet, with all the data in it was in sunny Orlando, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that's that's where is that? They it was actually filmed that center. No, wasn't that in like um, the Maldives? The Maldives, yeah, yeah. That's where they uh, that's where they filmed that. Which is um, great. Oh, I and love that. And everybody was saying, "Oh, this looks too fake with all the CG." And they were saying, "No, no, no. This is what it looks like." <laughs> that, 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 oh no, this is the world. The world is a beautiful place. Yeah, because everybody's like, "Oh, look at that scene." Because when they had like the shot of the stormtroopers in the in the ocean, yeah, they're like, "Oh, look at that CG." And they're like, "No, no, this is just a photograph." It's that pretty there. Yeah. It, <laughs> that whole section of the movie was super like war movie. Oh, that yeah. whole thing we've it never was on a really beach. they were storming a beach. Yeah. We've never seen a Star Wars movie do a war like that. Um, like like a ground combat war. I, I loved the grittiness. I I thought you know what scene I really liked the um, the scene on Jedha with, with the like insurgents fighting the Imperials. I feel like I was watching Homeland or yeah. something. Yeah, like Star Wars Homeland. Well, do you know when the movie really first captured me? When there, and I thought it was Jedha, but it wasn't. It was that um, the Imperial trading outpost. Uh, it was like the Ring of right. whatever the hell. Uh-huh. And they're walking through the street and. All these people are in costume, like real costumes, like great prosthetics and stuff. Very minimal CG, and it just it felt like Star Wars. It felt like what they were trying to do in Force Awakens and the Cantina scenes. It just felt like Star Wars with all the people, and they're all like just doing their shit, and they're like, "I want this weird cockroach-looking food," and then they're like, "No, no, no, you're trying to steal from me, kid." Every dirty planet <laughs> they land on, they have to show a shot of them cooking something. Yeah, <laughs> at the market. Like it's but not a cool. slum unless somebody's cooking something. I think, I think uh, Anthony cool. Bourdain was filming something there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that would like be hilarious <laughs> if they went back there and filmed with Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> he would do you. it. I, I agree with you too, and I liked the 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 sequence at the end, like that. It felt like battle. It, that felt like Battlefront. Yeah. In the sense of like, except that it was actually good. And I was like, didn't you hate Battlefront? But you but you heard like calm uh, chatter, calm and um, no, calm chatter, calm chatter. Sorry, calm chatter. And I loved like he was like, get on here. Say Pad Five needs help. Say Pad Eight needs help. Yeah, yeah. And like they were trying to. Trying to mix them up. Yeah. Um, let's talk about. Um, there was a Back to the Future Bodhi. moment in that too. What? Bodhi tried to get pull the cable and it got yeah. stuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Look. then they're like, "Explain yourself." <laughs> uh, uh, I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Director Krennic. Oh, I loved him. You liked him. He I was middle him. management. I was like, why? Wh- he was why, the perfect. Why does this guy have such a funny voice? That's what I kept thinking. Like, <laughs> he was a middle manager. He was like, "Do you think the boss will notice what I did?" <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? The guy, guy in the from white the, cape. Uh, the, white the guy from Harry cape. Potter. He was in Harry I Potter. Liked his I don't know, costume. but I really think he was in Harry Potter for some reason. I didn't look it up. No, he's he's, he's in he's Dark Knight Rises. He looks like Lockhart. Too. What does he play? No. He's um, Daggett. No, the other one. No shit. Yeah, that's I he's couldn't the guy place him. Like, Do you feel in charge? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? In Dark Knight Rises, when um, there's a guy who like brings Bane into Gotham, and he goes like um, Bane, oh, like yeah, the guy right. who when B- Bane puts his hand on his shoulder, he goes, "Do you feel in?" Oh, sorry. Do you feel in charge? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give yourself enough of an echo. Do you feel in charge? Do you? <laughs> Hold on. This is the rest of the episode now, guys. <laughs> do you? F- I can't do it. Do you feel Director critic. Take I'm taking out. over the Death Star. Oh, let's talk about that. Um, you may ready. Not that Vader's voice. <laughs> I like it. It's he was a little too. You could hear the that he's the, an old man now. Yeah, yeah. you could hear uh, it. now. Okay, let's let's pull the room here for a second because uh, this is an audio question and this is a audio program. <laughs> Clearly, um, well, it's not a video program. Yes. Um, and if it was, it would be not very good. We're not, not doing anything exciting. <laughs> I'm much too attractive for television. Yes. Yes. Um, so, James Earl Jones decidedly does not sound like Darth Vader anymore. 
um, for the most part. You know what I mean? He doesn't sound like the way he should sound in that era. Right. And he doesn't. But he's still with us, luckily, and we can use him. So is the right call to use James Earl Jones because he's here or to get one of the many voice actors who could probably do a fucking spot on Vader? You know what I mean? Like the no, guys, you like, use James Earl Jones. You have to. You got to use James Earl Jones, you right? Have to. Yeah. Are you volunteering, Richie? Like, um, are you insulted they didn't call you? He's not one of those guys. You can't no, do it. But you know what I would love to have on the show? You know, this would take some muff research, I think. Um, we should find out the voice actors they got to play, like, uh, Red Leader and uh, Gold Leader. Oh, yeah. Because obviously, and Leia. You didn't even get them Tarkin. on the show? No, Hope. She All she said was Hope. They just. You think they just spliced that? They helped me, Obi-Wan, you're on my only hope. No. They just she took said, that dialogue. No. No, she all said, she said was hope. They've given us hope. No, she didn't say any, they've given us. She, they said, what have they given us? And she just said hope. Okay. All right, we, we can get back to that. Well, um, do you, I mean, do you think Ray. that would be interesting if we can maybe reach? Because if it's a voice actor, we could do like a Skype call yeah. or something. Yeah. That would be interesting to hear about like the process, you know? Now, now, now say this. Now say this. <laughs> yeah. Now say this. Say. <laughs> Richie's sitting there like. <sighs> Excuse me, sir. Can you say negative, negative? It didn't go in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just pass that one by. Um, I liked I liked Tarkin. He sounded great. Yeah, it was good. But that's an easy voice to do, I'd imagine. Yep. Now they could have made James Earl Jones sound better. They chose it's not just, to. He has a rasp in his voice that right, comes and, with age. Yeah, no, but they could have removed I, that in I, post. I, they chose not to. I didn't to. pick up on that. I did. Oh, I, did. I, did. I felt he sounded young, actually. Nah, I just picked so. up on the horrible dialogue. It that sounded he like saying. he had like a fat uh, neck. Director Krennic. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> no, he um, sounded fine. He I thought he like sounded old. He I feel the like they words. pitched him a little higher, too, to combat that. I don't think they pitched him at all. I'm saying they should have. Um, sounded fine. I'm saying they did it on Maybe on the Blu-ray we'll see the voiceover session. Oh, maybe. Damn it. Music. Yes, I would like some. Thank you. It was good. It was unmemorable. Um, it, it felt like the original. Sometimes it felt like a ripoff, and other times I didn't care. I liked it. It was doing a really good job. Was it John Williams or was it not? No, no it was, it was uh, Michael, Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. Yeah. Oh. All right, it sounded like that. So Shout yeah. out to our band geek friend, Susie Sider. Who probably worked on it? I looked for her name she, in the credits. She, I didn't see it. She said she was a librarian on that movie. Ah. Uh, um, okay, she was like fixing and giving and. Like, no, she was just like collecting yeah. the uh, scores and stuff. But the, I thought it was good. I mean, they say they say if you really notice a, a score too much, it's it's not that good. But um, there was you know, trumpets. From, there was winds. There, there was, was fanfare. Yeah, I heard plenty of fanfare. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, uh, oh, do you know what I didn't like when they tried to do the rip-off? The, the one point what I really didn't like the music is when they tried to do the rip-off main title theme. Yeah, that's what I was talking oh, about. Oh, I didn't like that. It was like, ba 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 I was like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Don't do that. Do something I, new. I and it, it was like, that font kind of looks weird. <laughs> um, although, you know, playing a lot of these Star Wars video games... Uh, what they do is they don't write new music for those. They just take the John Williams cues and splice them in, and and it's kind of awesome. Like, cause when you're when you're like you know running down a trench and shooting people, you you know I kind of like that. So the question is, do they have enough John? I mean, not they would ever do this, cause obviously they're gonna hire a film composer to do this. But are, they, are we at the point now where there's enough John Williams music to do a movie <laughs> yeah. without John Williams? I think so. You know what I mean? Like they could probably do a whole movie and, and just especially with all the weird B side stuff that like not the non not as memorable stuff like pretty yeah. much the stuff we listen to when we play D and D like yeah. all that like loading screen music. <laughs> Um, I feel uh, like they'd the be able to get a lot music. of uh, 
mileage out of that. I mean, that, that's cheesy. I mean, you, you, when you're making a movie, obviously you hire a film composer, and that's that. But I mean, it, did you were you hoping for more John Williams music? Because there was some in there. I mean, it, no, it didn't I think, bother me. I'm, I'm sort John of indifferent Williams about it. But. Cool. They they put oh, them okay. in when they started doing the attack run on the shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you heard, you know, and uh, you know there was a little bit of Leia in there, mm-hmm. and there was like, a, it was like, a, yeah, like is John Williams not alive anymore? No, he is. He's just I think sick it was of Star Wars. The way he just won't do it. it. He, won't do it. it. he just said that Force Awakens is his last one. That's so weird. Um, now another thing I want to talk about is um, the cinematography. Uh, um, um, Gareth Edwards likes the slow light reveal shots because there were like ten of them in the movie. Like the, the first the time we Star see Destroyer Star and Destroyer, the Death Star. you know, it, it pops up when we see Vader reveal. It's everything's about lights, like just like slow, like a slow gradient of light. I didn't you know. realize that that was actually the shadow from the dish um, oh. going in until today, and I was like, why is that light so bright? Oh, I didn't why realize is, that either. Oh, that's wow. the shadow of the dish being lowered. That's why it's happening so fast and so drastically. Because it felt a little out of place the first time I saw it. It was like, are, how is it happening so quickly? Is that your sound of a satellite dish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, uh, really ridiculous, stupid side note I shouldn't even mention. The dish oh, but you're going to mention will. it. The dish the, into the uh, Death Star? The Death yeah. Star. When the, they're... the week before. From an engineering perspective, I really doubt that's the way you would construct that. Okay. The, I'm glad tying, you said that, tying right, it, tying right yes. into what I'm about to say. The week before I we saw the movie... The week before we saw the movie, me and my friends have a weekly uh, Star Wars role-playing pen and paper game, okay. and in the game, I'm Galen Erso, pretty much, uh, and I'm uh, assembling the Death Star, okay. and there was a hilarious uh, moment in the game where I'm getting the dish installed, and I fired the person who was doing it poorly, because like, someone rolled a one or something, right. so I was like, you, know, you, get off the dish, get someone else to do it, and, and then... Um, and then the only person around was a chef. Okay. So I was like, you, you can do a better job. I made the, I made the chef, you know, uh, take the controls. Right. Of, and like, he you know. rolled 20s for days. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so I'm in the movie and, and we're watching the Death Star dish being put in and I turn around to Tony and he was like, wow! He's like, we just did this. We literally just that's, did this. That's not even the first time. And then, and then, like the scene right after that or the right before that is is Tarkin staring out the window which Tony who's playing Tarkin <laughs> Tony made, in the game Tony's playing Tarkin in the game thing. and he made this big deal about how Tarkin stares out windows and then, literally, and then literally like you see Tarkin he's staring out a window for fucking 15 seconds solid. me, and Phil, Scrub, oh. Tony we all looked around like oh my god oh look my house is bugged my house is bugged <laughs> it's a star oh look well he had to be it's looking out the window to get the reflection on the uh, yeah exactly the, you see I wish they did more of that instead of showing his full-on face because it wasn't as obvious that's that he was CG. I, that's what I thought they were going to do with Leia. Too. I think yeah. if you look for it, you're going to see it. I, I just happily let it happen to me, the movie, and it, I was like, this looks great. You know, I tried the alternative? So the alternative is to not have those those characters in the movie right. or to have someone who sort of looks like them. And, and I thought it was great. I was I mean, fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. Let's do more of that shit. Come on, let's do it. You only like it because Tron did it. No, I like it because it was. I, I <laughs> no, thought it was, it was, good. It was done good. very no, well. Here, here's what it comes down to: is that people forget that star, uh, especially with in the world of of computer generated images, that people forget that the only reason we have Star Wars in 1977 Seven. is because they broke the rules and were using mm-hmm. the newest technology 
to create a movie. Yeah, and it so wasn't perfect. So why yeah, are we going to stop yeah. using the newest technology to make a movie? Did Especially in Star, Star Wars. Wars. I told Richie yeah. it wasn't CG. Andy that was come. beautiful. That was well, beautiful, Andy. I'm welling up here. <laughs> <laughs> no, because not for nothing, dude. Like, everybody gets on the fucking prequels for you know, too much CG. I'm like, this is the dude whose mission statement is to push movie-making technology forward. It's like... what. That, that's like when when why when they saw, when when Lucas saw Force Awakens, he was like, "Good job." It's just not what I was interested in doing. It's like I don't want to make a retro movie, and that's what they like. He wants to do new shit. He he liked this movie better supposedly. Lucas. He, yeah, he saw this and he said, "You know, I can die happy now that I know people people, <laughs> people like you are making this movie." Attack of the Clones was the first movie ever shot completely on digital. I'm glad you just said that because you just remind me of a point I wanted to bring up. And, but nothing and, to do with that. No, no, it, it has to do with Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Um, and and digital technology. Now, Attack of the Clones is widely um, thought as thought of as the worst George Lucas Star Wars movie, like mm-hmm. the, the worst Star Wars movie two, Episode two. Um, I, I have it ranked pretty low too, um, just right above The Force Awakens, and <laughs> which, as we all know, is the lowest you yeah. can go and still be a Star. No, Wars it's not movie. right above it. Actually, it's it's. Um, Episode two, the Star Wars Christmas special, and then Force Awakens. Bullshit. The Star Wars Christmas special is number one on everyone's list. Where Chewbacca's dad I is watching pornography. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should watch it. But, uh, we should watch it. But, the, but at the, two. So, um, did you come see episode two with me? Yes, yes. All right. Episode two, I went to when I was in college, and I went in my full Obi-Wan Kenobi costume. And then I, I think he's told the story. And, and, I, and I thought everybody else would be dressing up, but no, I was the only one at the theater in costume. And then the local news came by and interviewed me, and then I was that fucking nerd on TV. And this is like not... By the way, why don't you have a girlfriend? Exactly. <laughs> Says his wife. Well, when episode three came out, I was in, in Blue Oyster Cult by then, and then uh, Eric said, so uh, are you going to go in costume? And I said, and I said, maybe I'll think about it. And Alan came up to me and goes, you're in a rock band now. You can't do that sort of thing anymore. <laughs> That's when we first started dating. Yeah. You did go in costume. I did not go in costume. So were you, you had, talking? You had um, a lightsaber with you. That is that costume? Yeah. Uh, it's cosplay, sure. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think I had a costume. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are you but, bringing up episode two for Digital Yoda? Yes. Now, when we oh, saw... Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm around about what you're doing. But when we saw episode two, right, which is... Regarded to be not a gr- not one of the better Star Wars movies. I love it, but not one of the better ones. Um, we all flipped the fuck out when we saw Yoda flying around and and flipping and having that amazing lightsaber fight with Count Dooku. And then after that very moment, we're like, "Oh my god, this is the best Star Wars movie." We just had an arena scene with Jedi, and then we saw this thing we've been waiting to see the our whole scene, lives, that's right? right? Yeah. And, and and Yoda, and it was just unbelievable. And, and we're like, "Oh, amazing!" And then like, and now, and fast forward to now, and that's thought of as not the best Star Wars movie. I, I like it a lot, yeah. but it's not, it, it ranks sort of low, you know, comparatively. So, and, and that's something to consider when we're talking about stuff like this. It, it's like saying, what's your least favorite Beatles album? But you still like it. It's just like you like, you may be uh, Abbey Road better than uh, Magical Mystery Tour or something like that. Just, you still like Magical Mystery Tour. But do you think that... But do you? What? Magical Mystery Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> do you, do you... Um, Nobody likes Magical Mystery Tour. I do love you, Magical Mystery I do. <laughs> do you think that something similar is going to happen to this? Like, the fact that we just saw this, like, significant uh, scene with Darth Vader, like, unleashed pretty much. Do you think that 
even though we're in that moment seeing that and we're like responding to seeing this really crazy image that we've never seen just like the Yoda thing yeah. do you think a similar uh, fate is going to happen to uh, Rogue One where it's like wow when I saw this in the theater it was fucking awesome but now I'm like eh you know it's like what, what do you think about that I think at the time it was like if this is all like you would you still liked it watching it five years later or ten years later or whatever because you would still like well we're not getting any more Star Wars so it's like no but I mean like uh, uh, every remember remember being in a theater for episode two yeah. everybody the whole audience did a did a collective holy shit when when Yoda showed up and he walked in and he fucking limped in and then took the lightsaber out everybody went what. And the whole place was going bananas, like they were all getting, you know, oral sex at the same time. That's what it, that's what it sounded like in the theater. I was like, <laughs> why is that not what you guys sound like? Is that what you guys sound like? <laughs> so, wow. um, do you think that this is just are we are we like? Because obviously, not everybody likes the movie. There are quite a few negative reviews um, that read like Batman v Superman reviews, yeah. and and Andy, Andy. Did, did actively dislikes this movie. Brandy Ask Andy of, first. Ask Andy first. Brandy's sort of lukewarm on this movie, and the rest of us she like dot, it. Dot, so, dot, dot, warm. Um, no, she's a three. If you're a three, I'm you're a right three. down, right I'm down the middle. I know, but Luke, never so, uh, so, Andy, do you think that's what we're responding to, and that's why we like it so much? Uh, I don't know. What? And that's exactly the no, no, no. answer I was expecting you to give. Okay, that, that wasn't a good question. You, you, you basically just asked me, do you think you know why I feel the way I feel about this thing no, that Andy, I feel? Do that you think, yes, do you? Do you think that this film is get, uh, is not going to stand the test of time? In the canon. No, it'll, it'll be fine. People will like it. I didn't like it. I don't no, I think that it's good. you're going to like it less and less. And right. I, we already did. We already ducked down some star points. Right. And I'm saying it's going it's going to keep going down just because not that I'm an authority on anything, but I liked certain parts of the movie and during the other parts, like I don't remember the names of the characters. I had no feelings toward any of the new characters at all. And I'm just thinking that if that was my first viewing, that every subsequent viewing it's going to get worse and worse. I don't know that. I've only seen it You're, once. I, there definitely I, are movies that get better when you watch them. I feel like this is like a, a, a good companion piece obviously to the Star Wars movie but I think it affects the other Star Wars movies. Uh, I feel like it affects them in a negative way. And mm. and uh, Why negative though? Well, one of the biggest problems well one of the biggest problems I had with this movie was the whole Death Star is going to blow up if you activate the if you shoot into the thing and it's going to blow up. Like they knew that already. And I think that actually changes a new hope completely now. Interesting. Because How do you figure? well, the whole thing is that a new hope is a very classic tale. It's a David and Goliath story. It's an impossible feat to beat a such a evil big power there's no reason the rebels should win and it's a classic mythology david and goliath a small something small could could defeat something so big because there's there's a flaw but now they totally changed that and said well the rebels can't it doesn't matter if good triumphs over evil because there i already made it i already put in a kill switch well so I, wasn't it a big point of contention for years with people that it's like why it, there's this huge thing that you spent years and years and years making why is there a flaw because it's like I said it's a it's a it's a classic tale of good versus evil that was a problem I had with the movie the first I never, time I saw it 
ever. But it's not part of the magic. But that's the dream. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's dream. hard to get the magic when, like, I saw against those movies for the first time they when can I was still conquer. 18 and it was already dating. And now it's against yeah. all odds. Of course they could conquer because it's flawed. But I kind of liked the, the, the. Yeah, but they knew part. the flaw going in, though. They knew the flaw in A New Hope. They said, we have found a flaw. Right, exactly. And this is the flaw that they found. Yes. But it says we have. They said we have found, found. a flaw. We. It's not. We were told that Examining they designed the plans, a flaw. In you know, the, the thing the line is uh, upon examination of the plans provided by Princess Leah. Uh, hey. um, <laughs> right. That guy was in it too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the deck the Death Star has a some sort of a weakness, a small weakness. weakness. A small right. weakness. Right. Uh, the Death Star doesn't consider uh, uh, small one-man fighters to be a threat, so that it's, you know... Right, but hard. I kind of like the fact that, that Galen Erso was like... that. Like, that was the whole point of him doing that and and, and going with the, the Empire, because it was like, this shit's going to get built anyway. Yeah, except I feel like that that's like an... It, it takes like an... an it, it brings in this whole element of like an activist on the inside kind of vibe but i think that worked instead of instead of just a good versus in this movie in in rogue one everything that happened worked but what i was going to call you and ask you about but we can't talk about the movie before we're on the podcast is like why wouldn't during that reveal someone have mentioned and given a shout out to the to what's his name galen Mm -hmm. that he was the one who built in this thing like why not in in a new hope someone would say because it's an afterthought, this whole movie. Yeah, right, the whole movie's an afterthought. I, I know, but that's... I mean, like, you obviously have to suspend a lot of reality. It's any movie, well, but I feel like they would have said that. Like, I'm I'm glad they gave the explanation, but I feel like that's kind of too big to have not or, been mentioned. Or, here's, here's, a explana- here's a possible explanation for that. Maybe they, even though this is real information, they don't know it's going to work yet, first off. They don't quite trust Galen or so. He, he died, but they they weren't like, like yeah, Galen, he really came through for the rebellion. Like, yeah, everybody was still... <laughs> no, but... Exactly. Most people in the council was against it, and, right. and you yeah. had to have this, like, ragtag group of, like, old guys, which I think Sir Meryn Trant mean, was wait, one wait, of them. Oh, yes. Wait, wait, that wait, was him, yeah. right? Uh, Sir yeah. Meryn Trant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you mean you, need to, you needed to have hope? Yes, you had to have hope. No, but I think the guy from Game of Thrones was in there. He was. It was Samaran Trant. Um, he, yeah. The guy with the beard. Yep. He, yeah, that was him. Yes. I, that's what I leaned over and I said. The beard like, is not from Game of Thrones. Oh, and fucking, does no, Mon Mothma just have the one outfit? <laughs> she doesn't do laundry? Who's nope. that? That's, that's what Mon's dress like. <laughs> wait, is that the girl in the white dress? Yeah. yeah. I really like. Wait, was she was she wearing that same outfit in a new home? Yeah, and they were sure the oh. Jedi. <laughs> yeah, I was so excited looks... that they totally like flashback to seventies fashion, but now I'm actually sad because it's actually the same outfit. Yeah, Aww. it is. Um, and like the the white cape that thing, he had with yeah. the thingies. Mm-hmm. Very popular in that time. I think just to address what Andy just said, um, I don't think it lessens uh, a new hope at all, because like, yeah, there's a weakness. Great, but you still have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you still need to find a pilot no, no, crazy, crazy enough to, to do you're it. You're absolutely right. Um, but I, I just feel like it, it just seemed like it was... Uh, it, 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 if, yeah. the, if the movie took place, like, say, years before um, A New Hope... I could say like, eh, you kind of like you kind of like making less of a new hope. But the fact that this was supposed to be like right into it, like, oh, like oh, what this movie essentially is doing is extending um, a, a new hope to earlier. So it's all part but of the same thing to my, me. My pro- what, I, what I'm saying is that the whole thing of New Hope is a very simple tale of good triumphing over evil. Right. But yours, but with what this movie says is that if this guy 
inside didn't do this, that means good can't triumph over evil. Wow, that's so deep. I don't think it says that at all. Because I really don't if, if that. you're saying, so if there was a different engineer and it wasn't him that didn't put in this no, thing, good, that the rebels the good could in be, him, The yeah, good uh, in him triumphed over evil. He worked for the Empire and he was like, in the beginning, the whole exposition was he peaced out. Krennic came back to try to get him back. He was like, F you. His wife was like, F you even more. She got shot. The kid ran away. Like, and, and he spent, he swallowed that pill and spent the next, what, 15 years trying to, trying to take them down from the inside. That's there, good triumphing there, over evil. There are two arguments at work here um, that I think we need to, to, to reconcile or discuss. Um, one is what Andy's saying, is that um, the fact that we have a whole story about some guy deliberately sabotaging the Death Star uh, sort of affects... A New Hope in a way where, where it makes it not make sense when they say they analyzed it and found a weakness, right? No, but, but that, 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 that makes sense. Because, but, but also like, you know, it, it, have it, a direct it, handoff. But now they have the data. This is the data that they're But the other, the other school of thought is, why is there a weakness in the Death Star? Like, and that's, and, and, and I think more people have been annoyed but, yeah, yeah, except, that movie, except like, like the, I said, that's looking the, at that as a plot that's hole. Mi- that's mythology over centuries. And, yeah, but that's you know, it's, so it's that, a David are, and Goliath story. But those are the two things. Stop we're, saying we're, David and Goliath. That's true. It's the only one he knows. <laughs> those, but these are the two things we're trying to reconcile here. It's we have the the mythological know. impact of the movie and a big thing uh, point in the movie that many people consider to be a plot hole. You know what I mean like many people consider the, um, the 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 Death Star's weakness to be a plot hole. You know, like, 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 oh, it's too convenient. Yeah, but you know what? I, don't... I said that. I said that sure. from the beginning. Everyone said that. I think those people need to learn how to, you know, suspend their disbelief and don't pander to them and give them an explanation. Well, one, one of one of my That's English teachers once said is, every great story gets one. You get like one, what is it, a deus ex machina, where it's like you uh, you, you could, it's like... like a convenient plot. Yeah, one, yeah. one convenient, like you get one per yeah. story, one yeah. per movie, one per book. Sure. It's like one thing that's... Uh, unexplainable uh, that just uh, no but that's like you get no, one you, you get one alright I'll okay. allow it you, you get one right? I'll allow it um, and um, and that was sort of the one in, uh, in that's New a Hope. big one yeah it's a big one but that's the one it's like okay it's just they 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 went over the you know this ragtag group of rebels went over these plans that you know imperial engineers have been pouring over for thirty years and found something in two days that that these guys must have missed right so th- that's the big plot hole there so this fixes that plot hole uh, but I guess Andy has a point saying that it does sort of in a way belittle the um, the mythological good versus evil impact that ro- that a new hope might have yeah but some could say that Empire did that too how if you're saying that good triumphed over evil you know and then in the second movie it's like oh no (laughs) 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 which which is which is widely regarded as the best movie yeah Yeah. because it ends on such a downer and it's so dark you know so ends great okay but if you're piecing if you're okay so i'll take what andy's saying like with the the good triumphs over evil and you're taking it but you're taking that as rogue one right into a new hope and then just leaving a new hope alone Mm-hmm. That let's say Rogue One and A New Hope are the only two movies that exist, but yeah. it's not. It goes the entire Star Wars yeah. universe yeah. goes up and down and goes in waves, and now it's kind of splintering out. And, and that's also an 
archetype kind of theme that they've been talking about. Like the balance between darkness and light has literally been from New Hope in every single Star Wars movie. This balance between dark and light and good and evil. You can't have all good and you can't have all evil and each movie kind of sways and skews one way or the other. I'm going to ask two more questions because we're going to start start wrapping it up. Um, First question. Now, someone said this before and I want to talk about it. What's the order? Oh. What's the and not what's the order of well, we could talk about that too, but like what's the order you watch these in? And do you include a uh, Rogue One in watching it? Also, I have a I have something uh, I have to think about cuz next year uh my niece is turning 5 and I told her we're going to watch Star Wars, you know? Um she had no interest in it until <laughs> someone mentioned Princess Leia. She was like, "Wait, there's a princess?" No one told me it was a princess. Uh, that's how all girls felt about Star yeah. Wars at 5. Yeah, so so now that she knows there's a princess, and I, we were talking about it. I can't remember how it came up, but maybe just because I always talk about Star Wars. Mm. Um, and so, you know, when Darth Vader captured Prin- uh, Princess Leia because she stole the Death, the Death Star plan, she goes, why is the princess stealing? Is she bad? <laughs> she has, like, like, does she want to go to jail? She's not a typical princess. Yeah, she, that's what I was saying. Well, you know, she was, it's, the Death Star is a really bad thing. They're trying to stop it. Yeah, but, like, you, you shouldn't steal. You should the princess, these conversations because the I would like steal. to steal them. Oh, oh, I have a great many. Oh, oh I'm afraid. You'll find so, a great many recordings so on my when phone. I show, when I show my niece, right, I'm thinking to just do four, five, six, or just do four and see if she even gets past four. You know, like, I, I don't might, think I would start with one. That might not captivate her enough. I mean, even though like there's no hope that she'll ever be capi- captivated until she's like in her teens yeah. with four, five, six, like... I think you gotta start with the the kiddiest. I'd show her Jedi. Like Jedi is for children. Yeah, Everyone Jedi. As far as the Except old in the ones case go, of the Metaxases. No, you can't Here? start with Jedi. Okay, this is what you, I. That's how you pander to children. But, you but, you, but you're not. But you're not showing Pandering. it to her. She's five. You're not showing it to her to be like, pay attention. There's important She's information. Not grasp here's what happened. She cream. likes lightsabers. I got her a lightsaber, and she and she likes playing with them. And then my dad was watching TV, and Force Awakens was on, and the lightsaber scene came on, and all of a sudden she was like. What? What's going on here? And she like was glued to the TV. She, he Uncle said, "Uncle Witchy, <laughs> you have your lightsaber." <laughs> the raspy, raspy voice. Why does she sound Uncle like Richie somebody who says, does yes. pedicures? <laughs> uh, I think oh, that um, now. It's witchy. I think uh, in release order. Okay. I think Four, you have five, to. six, one, two, three, seven, Rogue One. Now, what if you start her on the now? Clones? The reason I say that is because. Um, I, I noticed this in in this one is that all of a sudden the battle's happening and everything's there. You have tie fires, you have the ATATs, you have you have every everything's happening at once. You have even at, towards the end you have a lightsaber, you have blasters, you have every all the ships, the X wings, and everything. But the original trilogy introduced each element in a really good way. Like the first time you saw an ATAT. In, there was a battle it, centered it, around it. It, it. it was like it was like all of a sudden in the distance you see something coming, and it was like this is like wow I've never seen this thing before. That's a really and, good point. And this was a yeah, beautiful entrance. You don't want the member berry to or, be the first thing you see. Or like or like when <laughs> or like when he's like what is this? He's like oh this is a lightsaber. This is for a you know whatever. It's the, the weapon of the, the Jedi. Exactly. It's like the weapon of the Jedi. Yeah. Like like four five six introduces all these different elements. At, in, a, in a good way 
Whereas now, all the movies just have everything in it and all now, the time. And you're not as terrified wow. when you see three AT-ATs. Exactly. Like, if you, go, if you start out seeing like, three AT-ATs. And you're like, how are they supposed to take these things yeah. down? Yeah. You know? I, I have to agree. I mean, as wonderful as it would be Forget to, about the plot. Just all that stuff. I, I think for, for hardcore nerds, the order is chronological, uh, uh, chronological movie-wise, timeline-wise. But right. for someone seeing these for the first time, I think you're right. I think you have to do it in release order. I, I, think, yeah. I think you're right. I agree with that, actually, for a different reason. Um, because you're introducing all those things there, there's nods in the prequels to the original movies. Yeah. There's nods in Force Awakens to... There are no the, nods in The New Hope. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? So yeah, it's like... nothing to nod to. If you're actually paying close attention to what's happening, like little throwaway stuff like that, you actually wind up losing it. When we saw Force Awakens and people were like, yay, Han and Chewie, yay, you know, the, <coughs> the, um, Leia and stuff like that. The reason people were getting more excited about it is because we haven't seen them in 30 years when we watch them now and we have the blu-rays and we have or streaming we have access to them it doesn't it's not going to feel the same it's just like oh they look old now yeah so it was the the associative feeling of seeing them 30 years later because you missed them and you wanted to see them more it's the same thing with this if you're showing it to somebody for the first time you don't want to show them stuff that took place like was created before this other thing because Uh it's kind of like you said, kind of introducing things. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think episode seven is going to really, um, you know, the episode two effect we were talking about, like when we were so like amazed to see Yoda flip it around, and then after a while he realized, like, eh, this wasn't really that good. I think that's going to really happen a lot with episode seven. Right. I think once people are over the, the, the nostalgia thing of seeing like you know Han Solo and Chewbacca, they're going to be like. Okay, that was fun, but that doesn't really do anything for me as in, in terms of rewatchability. Like, the, like I have no desire to watch Force Awakens as many times as I've seen Empire Strikes Back. I, I, I unless they do something really good in eight and nine. That's what Amory. I was having this argument with Amory because I was so upset with like like, a, like uh, Batman versus Superman. Yep. Uh, the opening scene, you mean? It, it helped me enjoy Man of Steel more. Uh, I didn't like Man of Steel no, until yeah. the second one came out. I, I think I think that's a fair assessment. I, Amory was telling me this before. Um, I think that we, even though I'm not really happy with the direction Force Awakens going in, maybe um, there's still time to sort of right the ship, and and the the, the, the subsequent movies might change how I feel about them because they might reveal things that I didn't even realize were going on in that first movie. So I'll, I'll take that. Um, Here's a question. Yeah. If you could make a movie, mm-hmm. would you make it? For the people watching it for the first time, or for the people watching it the hundredth time, I know it's a. Really I feel like hard a good question. creator would make it both. <laughs> well, it's both is not an option. You have to choose one. See, m- me personally, the the kind of stuff I gravitate toward is the stuff that a hundred times. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, especially because now we live in an age of disposable entertainment. It's like you're not you're not meant to watch. A, you know, a Kevin Hart movie more than once. Right. You know what I mean? It's it, it, it's the truth, you know? And I think that's where we differ in our movie viewing because mm-hmm. I never watch trailers because that first viewing, I want to be the most magical thing ever. If I have to watch it four times to get something, great. But that first viewing has to be the right. best viewing. Like That's a good policy. I don't want to have to work for my enjoyment of the movie. Well, like, it's get... great that you have stuff in there for people who watch it multiple mm-hmm. times. But like... I don't ever want that first viewing to be ruined. 
The, you only the, get one first impression. Exactly. Yeah. exactly oh, and I had a wonderful first viewing of, of Rogue One. It was I was it was magical. Even though I see the, saw the trailers, because this movie was so drastically different from the trailers. <laughs> right, and I didn't know yeah. that, yeah. so I would have watched the trailers if I knew. Um, uh, one thing I do see happening, and, and I said it as soon as I left the theater in in uh, in Force Awakens. I said people are going to start rediscovering the prequels now, and I was like, "You're crazy!" I'm like, "No, no, no." I said, this was a great nostalgia trip. It was nice to see the X-Wings and the TIE Fighters and Han, Chewie, and Leia and all that stuff. And that was great. And they did a nice job of it. I said, however, this movie is light on substance and and the prequels are heavy on substance. And maybe that you don't like the style. You don't like the dialogue. You don't like some of the actors. But there's lots of shit in there. And when people start wanting more, they'll go back to it and be like, you know what? The, okay, this wasn't what we wanted at the time. Uh but there's stuff here that is worth investigating. And um, whereas Force Awakens is exactly what you wanted. Right. But at it's the time you want at, it. Exactly what you want, when you want it. You know, it's people were clamoring for it. But there's really not much going on under the hood there. Um, and, and that's why I really got upset when, like, Simon Pegg went on Twitter and saying, if you like the prequels, you're wrong. Like, dude... Fuck off! Like seriously, like Why you're are you telling. affected by what Simon Pegg said? Because that's like such a pompous, arrogant thing to say. Yeah, he's an actor. He seems to think that because he pretends to be someone, his opinion means something. Well, I just thought, like, like how so, are you? Sorry, gonna... Simon Pegg, if you're listening. But how are you going to like just just big call fan. out big fan, big fan, big fan, big fan of your acting? But but to me, that's like no different than like, and I, I I'm not, I'm going to actively avoid a political conversation here. But that's no different than like Amy Schumer calling up someone who doesn't agree with her and 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 you know insulting them. In front no, of it's everybody. all bullshit, and they need to stop with that. Yeah, it's, pretty it's, much. If you're an entertainer, you don't fucking do that. Like entertain people. Let no, them you know not things. do it. We're talking want... about it, so there you go. Well, I'm talking about because I want to call him an asshole okay. for doing it. So but I'm just whatever. saying, I don't want your feelings to be hurt. I care about <laughs> Thank you. you. Brandy. So, okay, I think we all agree that for the nerds, it might be fun to watch it like in chronological order because we're not going to. Because uh, New Hope does a wonderful job right. of explaining what Star Wars is. And we've seen and all Rogue these. And Rogue One does not. not even, you know? even the entrance of the Death Star yeah. in New Hope. Yep. Yeah. Like now now we've seen it. Again, seen not it, so right? menacing when you've seen it for the fourth time right, in a Star exactly. Wars like, movie. Even though like George Lucas tried to make Phantom Menace a good first movie because he, he tried to like explain like. Okay, like he actually has a scene in the movie where Qui Gon gives force, gives yeah. a fucking uh, Anakin a lesson on how the Force works in, in medical terms. Right. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? It's like like, but so yes, that works and that will service as a first entry point if you're gonna do that. It's not terrible. And it's but, Liam Neeson. Come on. Yeah, but I also think that you know there's something a little more charming about Alec Guinness's description of it to Luke. Oh, the Force is something that you know, binds us all together into an energy field. That and that's it's like, also a pacing thing that kids don't have anymore. Kids, yeah. like the the kind of age that we live in, and take take it from somebody who teaches high school girls, like the kind of age that we live in, they don't have the patience for that kind of timing. Yeah, but watching anymore. it fourth isn't going to help. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, but you might be invested enough in the in just the universe at that point to want know. to know more. Do kids more. get invested in things anymore? I don't even know. They do. They No, they still dig. I they still know. dig if they really love something. I like, feel, they'll find, like, underground stuff. I feel like the... It's going to come to a point, like you said, now every year we're going to get a new Star Wars movie and we're going to get more information. We're going to get a little bit of information over here. Yeah. we get a little bit of information over here. <clears throat> and then it's going to get sprinkled with the information we have. It's... And I'm not saying... I, I love Star Wars. Star Wars is one of my favorite things ever. Um, but... There is going to come a point where an K 
casual viewer is not going to be able to keep up. Yeah. Anymore. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, I like, think we're almost already at that point can, because can I missed so much. I can't. I don't know what's happening movie. in the Marvel universe right now. Yeah. Like you know, but it's it's like that same thing, and it's not. I'm not actively attacking Disney, but it's it's that thing where it's getting just, to the point we have to do homework. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you even, no, absolutely. I need a pen and paper. Yeah. I need to. I know figure what this half out. of you guys were talking about. You even said like the the CW. It's like a chore now. Yeah. Like to um, watch all four shows together, yeah. but it's so it's 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 gonna be that thing. So I so may may they might go too far, and they might have to revert back. All right, we gotta we gotta we gotta wrap this up. Um, so really quickly in a couple sentences, uh, your closing thoughts on the movie. A uh, couple sentences. I will give it the same uh, the same piece that I gave Force Awakens, which was I like the addition to the universe. Um, more Star Wars. More of Star Wars, less of everything else. Um, but uh, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. And, and if we were doing orders, it would definitely be somewhere up there with the original trilogy. Okay, Andy. Um, <laughs> a few sentences. Don't choke on your aspirations. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk. Wait, Way can we talk? Oh, yeah. And we're going to sleep. We can't talk about it. Andy freaked out. Darth Vader would never Darth Vader do a one-liner. He, but he doesn't Anakin tell jokes. would. No, they, they, he doesn't Anakin. tell jokes. Would Anakin no. do a one-liner? Anakin, Anakin's not funny. No, yeah, Anakin true. is a... He's hilarious. He's he's a little bitchy. <laughs> no, he's, he's snarky and he's arrogant. No. He would definitely say something All right, like that. A- Amory. No. Closing I liked statements. It. No. Darth Vader I liked doesn't it. say that. I liked it. And you liked that's it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. She wants us to stop. Uh, Brandy. I Like I said before, That's it was fine. Solo line. It was fine. Darth Vader line. It's fine. It was fine. I, you know, there were moments that made me feel things, and there were moments where I actually fell asleep. Uh, I liked it because it was different. It was something, even though it was trying very hard to connect with A New Hope, uh, I never got to see a gritty, almost like Homeland sort war of, uh, you know, yeah. uh, war movie in that style. Uh, the Vader was just the icing on top. Uh, my favorite thing was that they put Bail Organa in and showed proper respect to George Lucas and the prequels. So that, that, that's my closing. We never I saw a live it. action war it. like that. Yeah, the, yeah. War, the, the war was pretty gruesome and I liked it. But that's it. So um, there's our review. It's more about f- us talking about Rogue One than we ever wanted. <laughs> yeah. um, remember, guys, January 10th is Band Geek's 100th episode. We're doing it live at the, at the Village, Village Underground. Underground. It's in Manhattan. If you want to be there, it's going to be from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., a $10 cover. And uh, we'd love to see you there and participate with this. Uh, can people buy tickets beforehand, Richie? I don't know. Can they? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> check like our plug. Check yeah, our social media um, for that. Check and, uh, Jared's. If you haven't, if you can't, if you can't attend, it's going to stream live on their YouTube channel. Uh, so, but still, we'd, it's much better if you go. It'll sound better. Just It'll be go. Better. Um, and we'll try to get Brandy to man the social media. Yeah, I'll do it. And uh, yell at us while we're playing. Naturally. Uh, saying, that, like, you know, off, Michelle off K. Williams mic? wants you to do this. And we'll say, okay, Michelle <laughs> K. Williams. And John Johnston wants you to do, okay, John Johnston. Wait, who's coming? Can she, can she be like people? the guy at any of those like late night shows who like gets his own microphone to the side? And I, like, I think that would be wonderful, actually. I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> I'll allow it. And um, remember, if you uh, since this is holiday season, uh, although this is going to air after Christmas, but if you want to, <laughs> you, you know, what, with all that money you got from your parents, kids, or when you when you return stuff and you want to buy stuff that you actually want, and you go to Amazon, go to riotcast.com uh, slash bandgeek and hit the Amazon banner at the top of the page, and that will bring you to your normal Amazon shopping experience. And then all you need to do is uh, shop like normal, and when you check out. 
A small percentage of your purchase will go to supporting the show, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. But if you just want to give us money because you like the show and you want to support us and help us get things like chairs and microphones <laughs> and uh, and pizza for when we have guests, um, you can do so without going to Amazon yeah, by doing. I think we need new chairs. You don't like yeah, those this, chairs? Yeah. Wait, yeah. I'm sorry. Hold on. My chair has no back. Where's wait, the new chair? Wait, everybody, everybody, it's just right next to you. Shh. Everybody, just listen. Yeah. This is a 25-year-old Wendy's chair. No, that's my Foley chair. I don't know why you're on that. <laughs> yeah, that's watch that shit. Your Axel Foley chair? Because you tried to put me on that in my back. But if you'd died. like to uh, donate to the show, Bless support the show, just go to richiecastellano.com slash tip jar, one word, and that's how you do that. So thank you for listening. I'm Richie Castellano. We also, had... if you haven't gone to our new Facebook page. Thank you. Uh, we have a uh, Facebook, Richie Castellano, colon, band geek Facebook page. Yep. So uh, I'm Richie Castellano, Jared Pressman. Andy Escalise, Henry Castellano, Brandy Metaxas, may the force be with you all. Hope. And you also may with shut you. off the podcast when you're ready. Hope. I have to show you the Christmas card I got today. Hope. Hope. My students signed it, may the force be with you. Oh. Uh, Hope. The force is with me, I'm with the force. I'm one with the force. The force is with me, I'm with the force. Hope. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye.